Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the Fire Sports Radio Show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fire Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Philly, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the cork school. Tell, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports school. Bring the wood. MLB. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA. We going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice. You heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. One of sports radios. Legendary figure. Show. But you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. But you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. What up, America? What up, yo? What up? It is What Up, America Wednesday. We can't call it Hump Day. So today is, even though it's Wednesday, Robin, yeah, and it's July 3rd, normally it's called Hump Day. And because the reason, it's halfway through the week. Right, but the week is over for most people. Yeah. Many people already have mailed it in, I except this, this program today. They started mailing it in, like, on, on Monday. Yes. A lot of people take the, you know, they start last... Saturday, and then they take this whole week off, and that's what happens in the summer. People get vacations, they earn vacations, they take them. Then, but when you have a Fourth of July on a Thursday, and the thing about the Fourth of July, you celebrate it on the Fourth of July. You know what I mean? Well, it's you like, the, like the Mummers Parade here in Philly is scheduled for January first, regardless of the day. Uh, but if it's cold or it rains, then they move it to another day. You don't move the Fourth of July. What you do is you have a longer weekend. You've got pretty much everybody is not working today or, or taking off today and starting their weekend, if they haven't already. Tomorrow, nobody's going to be working. I mean, I, you know, the one thing about 4th of July, all the stores are open, so it's not like everything's shut down. Stores are open on the 4th of July. You can still buy alcohol, tobacco, firearms, fireworks, everything else that yeah, you it's need. Not a, it's not a, um, a holiday for everybody. Yes, it is. Uh, no, if stores are open, hello. But, but that doesn't mean. But that doesn't mean it's not a holiday for. Every, it's, this is and America, the, Robin. And the, and the mail came. That's today. There will yes. be no mail delivery tomorrow, Robin. Yes, I there know will that. be no Amazon no. packages <laughs> delivered tomorrow. Oh, I bet you there will be. I bet you there are still going to be hardworking Amazon. That's okay. People. I'm not knocking people who have to work on Fourth of July. Fourth of July is not a religious holiday. It's not a 
it, it's a holiday about America. And oh. we celebrate all holidays. America, you know, Veterans Day is about veterans. And every time there's a holiday, we explain to people what they are. This is the one holiday, and believe it or not, the people who still don't like it, because they're the people who don't like America all of a sudden, we're not patriotic anymore. How stupid is that? I don't know. I don't get it's it. It's stupid. You do whatever you want on 4th of July. But the 4th of July is the celebration of the birth of the greatest country on earth. If you don't want to celebrate it, then sit inside, lock the doors, close the windows, and pretend it's Halloween and you're out of candy and you don't want to open the door for the kids. Do whatever. That, that's the greatest part of America, Robin. You can do whatever you want on the 4th of July. Yes. It's ridiculous. But anyway, that's my 4th of July. We'll play some uh, patriotic music today. And I just want to announce right now, we will not, by the way, this is breaking news, Robin. People have been wondering, there will not be a 4th of July show tomorrow. No, there will I not. am taking the 4th of July off. We worked on Memorial Day. It's not like, we're not like Meghan McCain, who's, oh, oh, she's so tired and having to deal with everything and getting up and getting paid millions of dollars to yap on a TV show every day has just worn her out. I'm not worn out. I love doing this. But tomorrow, I honor America. Not by going to a Jay-Z concert on the parkway here, which is an annual tradition. Not by going to Washington, but by just relaxing. Throwing a shrimp on the barbie. Now, that would be honoring Australia. Screw the Australians. And screw the Canadians. They had their day on Monday. Americans can't eat shrimp? Not on the not on Fourth of July, Robin. I make the rules. <laughs> Today I will give a list of all of the acceptable things that you should be eating. I'll make a list because everybody's got to have lists of things that we should do and shouldn't do. What's not PC? What's PC? I have a Mac and a PC. That shows you how diverse I am, Robin. But anyway, we'll get into that. We got a lot of sports stuff to cover. We got open lines coming up. Harry Mays and Aton Shander. We started this tradition last week. Yes. And people said, are you going to do this every week? Oh. And now the doorbell, and I believe the Amazon guy oh, is here just at the right God. time. Now Robin will be leaving because the, the doorbell the doorbell is ringing, and we don't have the Wonder Pets around to pick up the Amazon package. Robin was waiting for an Amazon package last night, and you would think she was an expectant mother waiting for the, the water to break. It's a package. She's down here all night last night reconstructing the studio again. She's obsessed. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, oh, is that the Chewy order or is that the actual uh, box you've been waiting for, Robin? You can see she's now at ease, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. The package, the package has arrived. Yes, it did. I'm very happy about this. And that's another piece of equipment, right? Now, will um, you be doing that during the show today or no. after the show? Will you be down here till midnight tonight? No, I will not be doing it during the show. <laughs> Because we wouldn't have any phone calls at all if we were doing it through the show. You know what I am looking for, though? What are you looking for? Harry Mays and Aton will do did a they, simulcast at 1.30. Did they send you a phone number to call? No, I, no, Robin. I'm, I don't handle that part of the show. I handle the information part of the show. Can you uh, give me your phone, please? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. But anyway, we will hook up with them on 97.3, and we'll do a simulcast, and we'll shoot the breeze and do all the other things and talk about patriotic things and non-patriotic things, and whether the 76ers are going to now automatically get rid of those jerseys with the 13 stars around the front, or whether the Betsy Ross Bridge is going to be shut down this weekend. Enough about that. I'm not talking about the Nike crap today. Do whatever you want with your shoes. Well, I buy you, mine you on saw set. what Arizona did, though, the, the Arizona yeah, governor. Yeah, but he did that yesterday morning, I Robin. Know. So I don't I mean, care what he does. You react accordingly. That's what makes America great. 
You react accordingly. If you don't want to buy Nike shoes, you don't buy them. I don't buy Nike shoes because they're ugly as fuck. That's why I don't buy them. <laughs> I don't buy things that look ugly. I buy Skechers because Tony Romo told me they look cool and comfortable. I mean, I like the flag on the back. I, <laughs> I did, don't care about but flags. I, I but I like, didn't listen. like the rest of the shoe. The rest of no, the, the shoe. Rest, was... if, the, if, the, if the flag wasn't on, I'll buy the shoes, take the flags off and keep them, and then throw the shoes away and throw them up on top of a light pole and let them spin around. It's ridiculous, man, what's going on here. I don't buy any Nike shoes. Not because I hate Nike or it's an American thing. It's, it's, it's just that they're ugly. I don't buy them because some baller wears them. I don't give a crap who wears them. You buy whatever you want. Anyway. <sighs> yes, I do use. We use Chewy. And that box looked like a Chewy box. But usually when we get the Chewy shipment, it's like a, it's like a, a, a trunk. You know, like when you see the trunks come oh, off I the know. airplanes? And our cats all get, they, they immediately, I swear that they wrap the chewy boxes, they spray it with catnip ahead they of must, time. Yeah. Because as soon as that box arrives, all three cats like zone in on it. Oh and try man, to get they're in. ripping that thing apart. It's like, it's like throwing raw meat. What the heck is that? I don't know. I didn't touch anything about it. That happened yesterday with the same music, didn't it? Do we have like some uh, paranormal activity here in the basement? I'm going to have to get an EVP machine. That is and see so if bizarre. Getting... Did not did yes. that not happen with the exact same music for? I don't pop- know what the song was. I didn't even recognize it, but something happened. But it's okay. It's just weird that it's happening every day. Well, two days now, two days in a row, around the same time, for about the same amount of time. And neither one of us has anything on that it be, could be coming from. Well, I have underwear on, at least today, for the show. Because your computer's turned off, <laughs> your tablet's turned on, so that's the only thing that it could be coming from. It's so weird. Very strange. We will open the mail later on. We have two boxes to open now. Not just one that just arrived, but that one's, we, we know what that one is. Yes. That's, that's something Robin that ordered. At, well, no, no, no. This is... This is um, A piece of equipment that yeah. we bought... And then we just upgraded it because Robin buys a box when we're not getting gifts from our Amazon wish list from our great listeners. Robin goes out and says, I need this new machine. Then she orders it. It comes in and she says, oh, this isn't really the one I want. Let me uh, send it back and reorder another one. And then she waits and then she waits all night for the Amazon guy to come. And then she gets pissed off and she's down here till midnight. Just relax. It has nothing to do with what I want. It's what we need. Was that a blurb? Maybe that song? Oh, that's his walk. Maybe that's a walk-up song from that's the Re- Rebel walk- Man. Duh, See? that's what it is. Is that what it is, Rebel Man? Tell us, is that your walk-up song? And if it is, what is that song? Because Rebel Man's a brother, man. <laughs> I feel man. like a dope Rebel now. Rebel Man's a brother. Duh. And I don't. That doesn't sound like brother kind of music. You know what I mean? No, but but it's so funny because it's so clear. So that's a blurp walk-on sound. Everybody. And now for the second and day in a row, Rebel Man comes onto the stream chat, and people have walk-up music. And Robin thinks that I'm playing a song somewhere on some device yeah, that I don't I'm have bl- open. I'm blaming Tony. It's not Tony. <laughs> oh, it's Rebel and Walk Up. Is that what the name of the song? Money Talks by ACDC. I don't know what the that's song. Beautiful. I don't recognize that one. But Rebel Man, that's his music. I was expecting something funky from Rebel Man. Something with a little soul, a little R&B, maybe some smooth stuff. He doesn't look like an ACDC kind of guy. Well, I've never met him, but most of the brothers that I know, not big on ACDC, Robin. Like Dean is and all those other drugged-out hippie types like Dean and all the other 
and, there, and some of the best people out there are hippie types, drugged out ones. Just so people don't think that I'm taking sides here. Meanwhile, we got a lot of stuff to go over. The breaking news today, of course, happened in Atlantic City, New Jersey. No, there is normal crime in Atlantic City. If you go two blocks off the boardwalk, you know that there's a, you're really taking your life in your own hands. But Adubal Herrera, ladies and gentlemen, who we haven't seen since May 27th when he played his last game for the Phillies and then went to Atlantic City and was charged with uh, physical violence, sexual assault, not sexual assault, but getting into a fight with his girlfriend at a casino in Atlantic City. Remember, he was put on leave, mandatory leave, which is what the MLB Players Association and baseball agreed to, put on administrative leave, and then it was supposed to be done by now as far as the administrative leave, but then his lawyer waived the preliminary hearing. So that kept the process going on, and today, finally, they had the preliminary hearing in Atlantic City in municipal court, and Odubel Herrera, the prosecutor, says that Odubel Herrera, his girlfriend, dropped the charges of the sexual assault. She was there. They were holding hands. They went into the courtroom together, and the girlfriend said, that's it. I'm not pressing charges. I want this over right. with. So now the bottom line is this. Odubel Herrera is eligible to come off the, the, the administrative leave list this Friday, July 5th. But certainly he's not going to be reactivated. And there's a lot of different things because people are wanting to know, so what's next for the Philly center fielder who hasn't played since Memorial Day weekend? Well, what's next? According to Jim, Jim Salisbury, one of the best baseball writers in the city, maybe the best, here's what could happen. Now, he has to undergo counseling, which apparently he's been doing. So he's got to do a 60-day mandatory counseling thing. The administrative leave, as I mentioned, ends Friday. Major League Baseball could extend the leave and say, okay, even though you're clear and there's no charges and there will be no criminal charges filed against you, we still have a couple of avenues that we can explore. They could end up uh, basically saying no discipline. You weren't charged. You didn't commit a crime. Your girlfriend dropped the charges. You walk out. Obviously, they had a lot of time to talk about it. And now they could still discipline him with an unpaid suspension. Others have been charged with similar offenses involving domestic violence. Their charges were dropped too, but there was still a suspension attached because the rules say that you don't have to be convicted for there to be discipline in a case of this nature because they want to send a message that just because the charges were dropped doesn't mean you didn't do something wrong. And I'm one, you know, I've always been innocent until proven guilty. Or if someone drops the charges, now Odubel Herrera is really, and I hate to say he's in a good spot. Obviously he's not as far as his career. I doubt the Phillies are ever going to reactivate him and put him back in center field. And again, that's up to them. They could do whatever they want. I would suspect, since they took all of his, you know, his pictures down, they don't make any references to him, that's what happens, unfortunately. But the Phillies are probably not going to allow him back here to play this year. Right. Now, they could just wait it out and let him sit out the season. They still have to pay him. And, by the way, if they decide to part ways and say, we don't really want this guy as part of our organization anymore, even though he wasn't charged with the criminal act, we just don't want that Paul. Because, let's face it, if he comes back and goes out and plays and he struggles, people will you know, get on him. Because 
domestic violence is a big deal. Even yeah. if you're accused of domestic violence and you're not guilty because the woman who you were accused of having a situation with publicly, she says, no, he really didn't do it. A lot of women will do that, unfortunately. Because, you know, they love him as his girlfriend. And they, they want to try to work it out. And but here's the other thing. Trouble. And again, you know why he's in a good spot here as far as himself personally, not as far as his baseball career? Because no matter what happens, if the Phillies decide, decide to cut bait, as we like to say, they still have to write him a check for $23.7 million. $23. So if I'm in that situation, and I, that's all I try to do. I'm not saying what they're going to do, what he should do, what they should do. I'm saying put yourself in that spot. You're 27 years old. You just pretty much ruined your career. And by the way, you were an up-and-down player. You weren't a superstar. You showed flashes sometimes of being an amazingly gifted center fielder. And then you would go into funks, and then the fans would get on you, and then you go out there and play well, and then you get into another funk again. And so in this town where people don't like funks, well, they like funk and fantasy, though, but Luigi didn't do one this week, they, they will get on people who they think have done the wrong thing. It's just the way it works. And so you're a doable Herrera. What are you hoping for right now, to go back out there and play center field for the Phillies eventually this season and get booed and get hassled and every time you don't play well, have people all over you? Or you could take what's behind door number two, where the lovely Carol Merrill is standing, and say, I'll take the $23.7 million, and I'll go home and wherever I want to go, and I'll fade yeah. into Bolivia. That's what would called, you do, Robin? I mean, that's totally double dipping, and I would be... It's not even, no, it's not double dipping, because in guaranteed baseball contracts, yeah. they, don't have, they have to pay you, even if you do something wrong, Which, and they want to get rid of you. I think they need to change those No, they rules. made those rules that way. Now, why would they change it? The Players Association is well, not no, going to work. Well, no, I know the Players Say, oh, Association yeah, no, no, doesn't no. want to. Let's stop paying. They got the deal. They got a great deal. And if you do something wrong and they get rid of you, they got to pay you to go away. Yeah, now, that and doesn't I don't happen remember. in the real world. No, and I think and that it doesn't that's one of those things sports, that needs to be changed. It, of course you think it needs to be changed. But guess what? That's negotiated, Robin. Just because no, you don't like a rule doesn't mean you can just change it. Yeah, but if a rule does not seem right, like if somebody, I mean, this goes all the way, like if, if he were to kill somebody. No, if, if he kills somebody, he's going to jail. But he would still get paid, though, right? They're not though, sending right? checks to, 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 to Sing Sing, Well, Robin. then it would go to his estate. I don't know where it would go. And it I doesn't think matter. Wrong. I think that If they, you're going in, away for life or murder, it doesn't matter where the $23 million goes. But my point is, is that if somebody does something heinously wrong... The organization should not still have to pay them. There should be consequences that follow you all the way I through. I get it, right? I know, you're, I know you want to play. It's easy to say. It's easy to say. But guess what? There are teachers. There are, there are unions that protect people that even if they do the wrong thing, regardless of what you do, there are certain people who are protected, I know. whether they do wrong. We know some teachers in, in some cities that are absolutely ridiculous. Now, I love teachers. Most of them work their asses off. Yes. But there's some, if they don't even do their jobs right, they don't get fired. They, like, put them in a classroom and tell them to sit there. I know. Because it's, they're protected. Well, so that's it's not just baseball thing. players. And it's tenure. You're absolutely right. Some people can't be fired. Right. And they, I know they, there's but here's be, the difference. that's wrong, They too. could fire him. By the way, when a major billionaire screws up a corporation and is in charge of a major company and he screws up, they fire him. Guess what he gets? A balloon payment. A big, gigantic check. You screwed yeah. up, but hey. That's hey, wrong as well. Here's $20 million. That's how the world works. I don't I like it. You don't like it. Nobody likes it, Robin. But that's, those are the rules. So change them. The contract cannot be voided 
because especially now that he hasn't been charged with here's right. the bottom line. Yeah. He hasn't been charged with a crime. Exactly. The charges have been dropped. Right. So for the people who want to play selective morale, and I never play selective no, morale. No, I know you don't. I've been saying and this I agree for with decades. It. It's a, I mean, I know that there's there's this gray area right now because he was not charged. That's no, that's not a gray so. area. That's called I know. He has no charges pending against him. Whether you want there to be charges against him, whether you want to criticize him, rip him, or whatever you want to do, that's not how the court system works. Now, a lot of people don't like the court system and don't like the way we do justice in this country, but this is justice served. His girlfriend didn't want to press charges. She dropped the charges. So what, is he, what are they supposed to do? We don't believe the girlfriend. She's guilty. That's ridiculous. That's not how, that's not how a civilized world works. Just because we don't like rules. Listen, I'd love to have a golden parachute. <laughs> I'm not a golden monkey fan. Miss Robin is. I don't like that hoppy beer shit. And it's too expensive. And not the golden gold because they don't use that anymore in a lot of soccer. And they just do shootouts and play overtime. But ridiculous. So anyway, that's the latest on Odubel Herrera. If I'm him... $23.7 million behind door number two. Hasta la vista, baby. Exactly. You're 27 and you got $23 million. And your girlfriend didn't, and you have no criminal charges yeah. against you. And, and the you Phillies can still will have play to somewhere eat else. That. Well, I, I, yeah, you can. But if guess what? I think if somebody signs him, then the Phillies go off the hook ah, for the money. So, it's, it's kind of like uh, alimony. Exactly. Very close, Robin. Yeah, depending on which state you're in. So, in other words, <laughs> Odubel Herrera, he could quote unquote get married again, and then the Phillies would not have to pay him their alimony. Yeah, anymore. but that's that's down the road. <laughs> again, that's that's for the lawyers to decide. Just like my lawyers had to decide stuff. Yeah. His lawyers. That's why we have lawyers, Robin. You take door number two. Would you put him back in the lineup? I mean, that's an interesting question because. Michael Vick, when his whole stuff happened, mm -hmm. you know, I was one of the very few unpopular opinions that oh, yeah. you do the crime, you come out, you have a chance to work again. And I know what he did was heinous, but I believe in the law. And that's why Jeffrey Lurie took the chance with Michael Vick. And Michael Vick came back and played well, and he never had any other problems. What happened with that? There's guys who do things, they get, they get caught, they, they pay the fine, or they do the suspension, and then they come back and do the same thing again. So that's, that's when you learn. Michael Vick learned his lesson, that he grew up in an area where dogfighting was okay. And then he learned the hard way, affecting his career and his life, that, that you can't do that. And he went to jail, came out, and got another chance, and he played again. That's how the system's supposed to work. That's how democracy is supposed to work. So anyway, don't forget to share the show. It, is a, it's a, it feels like a Friday. It is What Up Wednesday. It is our Friday, a lot of people's Fridays. I know people are disappointed because we worked through the last holiday. People aren't disappointed. People but, have lives. But we we have uh, some family that we want to go see. Yes. And uh, Tony needs, he's he's going to go absolutely I need a mental health day. I'm sort of like Meghan McCain. I, you know, the, this is getting to me. Oh, it's so hard uh, to, to do a one-hour show every day where I have everything given to me. Oh, no, no, that's right. We do a three-hour show every day. We work our asses off with the help of our great audience to put this together. But I, I love hearing millionaires who do TV shows where they're handed a script and sit down. Their, their hardest part of their job is getting makeup and wardrobe and then sitting down for an hour with an audience full of trained seals 
who are going to cheer everything you say. Well, okay. I I, listen, I'd love me, to have that gig, too. In defense of Megan McCain, I'm not, not defending not of any favorite, of those people. But I don't I, care about her personally. I'm talking no. about when I hear people who make millions of dollars, who work one hour a day, one hour a day, and they're complaining about, oh, this is just so hard for me. It's hard. <laughs> I, it's tough. I don't know. I can handle this. People are mean. But I don't know if I'd like to be. People are mean to me. I don't know if I'd want to be in a situation day in, day out, where people are constantly on my case about everything that I believe. You know, I mean, that's kind well, of you're the not a, you're, you're not a patriot, Robin. You say you'd rather live in Canada. You're <laughs> renouncing your American citizenship. <laughs> You are one of those anti-American zealots out there. No. And we're going to make sure we keep you in your place. I never said that. I said that I'm open <laughs> to moving outside of the United States. I'm, I'm not, not tied. I'm not open to moving anywhere. I'm going to move around everywhere. I'm not going to go to another country. Okay. I love going to other countries, by the way. You know, that I love traveling. If I had $23.7 million in the bank, you yes. know what I'd be doing right now? What? I'd be doing a couple shows here and there. But I would be doing them... From exotic locales. I wouldn't See, be sitting a, in a cellar in South Philadelphia I'm with, with all you. due respect. If I had all the money in the world where I didn't have to worry about it, I, I don't would need love all to, the money in the I world. I would love to live in, like, have houses in multiple locations. No, I would never, never buy houses in multiple locations, Robin. Go do <laughs> that when you play Monopoly. Play Monopoly and get your houses and then get your apartments AJ and your Marcus condos. AJ Marcus wants us to move to the Bay. Which Bay? The Bay Area or the uh, Tampa Bay Area? I, I want to go to uh, Hampton Bay. Because they make great fans, and I, I never went to Hampton Bay, and it sounds nice. You know the Hampton Bay, the ceiling yeah, fans, yeah, yeah, Robin, that they sell oh, at uh... <laughs> the... Those commercials do look nice. They do make everything look uh, nice, don't they? Oh, man. Now, we have, uh, we have not as, quite as many updates as yesterday. Yesterday, we pumped it out. We were We, we had were a new like, world record, boom, boom, yes. boom, boom, boom. The Guinness people came by, brought yeah. a case of Guinness, and then said, hey, you got a new world we record. We were like, for... how did we fit all of that in three hours? I don't Today, know. we're not quite as heavy. We, we do have, in just a few minutes coming up, um, we are Tony Bruno... Hooking up with a maze and Aton. crossing the streams again. I'm this watching them. They're like sitting on their phones and texting. Are they not on the air yet? Yes, they are on the air, but they have commercial breaks. Oh, boy, they get a lot of breaks on that show. Yeah. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. They should be interacting <laughs> with their Twitch followers while they are doing this. They probably it. are. I, I see Aton's so. on his phone. Well, see, a well, no, see, see, Aton is really good. He's, but Harry needs to learn. He is. He Harry's just chilling. I see he's got a guy. I'm going to rip him about the golf tan. Because he's got the shirt on, and he, I saw him lift up his sleeve, you know, where the line is when you play golf yeah. in the sun, and then you have that ridiculous... But Harry is clueless as to how all this Twitch stuff works, and he needs to, he needs to do some homework. We have to get on his case, because he's not... Inter he's not well, it's not my style. I mean, it's not my style to rip uh, <laughs> friends and fellow co-workers. except so, when they mess up. So that is coming up in just what a few up? minutes, and then we have um, a, a fire hell... We, yeah, we have. How about that news from, yes. so from we'll, down we'll, in Kentucky we'll, today? We'll get to that. This is a national tragedy, what happened down it there. It is. It is. It is. And so we'll, we'll get to that. And we have, um, we have another good Florida story. Yes, that we're today get we to. have a positive Florida yes, story. Yes, and we do have occasionally of these. And we, yes. So, so Dean, we, we're not fact, always we, ripping. We, we, we try to find good things that happen in yeah, Florida. And this is a fantastic Flo yeah, it Florida really is. story. And this is something that I hope that people elsewhere are going to learn. Get this. We want people to learn from Florida. We want them to. We want people to copy Florida. Go figure. Well, everybody's moving to Florida because there's no income tax, and they realize that the rest of the country is going to hell, but... That's a different issue for a different show, Robin. 
But last night in baseball, an emotional night in Arlington, Texas, oh, I was watching God, that. that was heartbreaking. Angels grieving the loss of their teammate, Tyler Skaggs. They went out there. They had all kinds of amazing tributes. Uh, they yeah, put the number 45 on the mound. Mm -hmm. And then the Texas Rangers were up. And then they tied the game. And then all of a sudden, the Anaheim, Los Angeles, Disneyland adjacent Angels on the road. Break it open. Justin Bohr, believe it or not, who was with the Phillies last year, was with the Marlins before that. He came up to the plate and knocked in pretty much the insurance runs that gave them the win. And Justin Bohr remembers very well a few years ago in 2016 when he was with the Miami Marlins and, and his pitcher, Jose Fernandez, was killed in a boating accident. So he went through that grieving stage, losing a close teammate when he was with Miami. And then last night he goes to the plate again. And he talked about it after the game, about how he knows that this is a feeling that you never want to have. Yeah. But you have to go out there as a professional. So when he, got, he actually was, he actually went into the game because to Tommy LaStella, who was the all-star, fouled a ball off his leg and got hurt, so had to leave the game. So Justin Bohr goes in there as a replacement for Tommy LaStella. And then he comes up to the plate and gets a big hit, knocks in two runs. And then the Angels, as everybody was saying, I was watching that game and on the MLB network they were talking about, you just feel that the Angels are supposed to win this game. They were trailing, they tie it up at 3-3, they get four in the sixth, two more in the eighth, and they go on to win 9-4. And I got to give credit to the Texas Rangers, their organization, and the way they handled last night. Yes. They did no walk-up songs for oh, their baseball players yep. when they walk up. It was a solemn occasion. Whenever there was a home run hit, it was eerie, because whenever there's a home run hit, there's fireworks at all stadiums. You know, and then they play the theme from the natural when somebody hits a home run down there at the, I still call it the ballpark at Arlington, Globe Life Park, whatever the hell it is. And so they didn't do any fireworks. They didn't do any walk-up music. They didn't play music after a home run with the theme from the natural. So they just played it straight last night. They just, it was a great, great way to pay tribute to a guy. Now, a lot of people say, well, why didn't they just play the way? They played regular baseball, but they didn't want to make this like a normal game, because it wasn't a normal game. And these guys are trying to get through the loss of a teammate, and everybody in baseball is. And so that was great last night to see the way that game was handled and the way it was played. And then Patrick Corbin, of course, who was also in the draft class with Tyler Skaggs, pitching for the Washington Nationals, actually wore the number 45 on his jersey last night with Washington. Changed his number for the night to put the 45 on to commemorate uh, his friends and to pay tribute to his friend Tyler Skaggs. So that's the, the big story going on there. Aaron Nola, meanwhile, last night in Atlanta, as the Phillies are floundering, they did win a couple of games, they did win a game, and then all of a sudden, you're in Atlanta, your division rivals. Atlanta had one of the best months you'll ever see for a baseball team. They were 20 and 8 in the month of June, 56 home runs, 64 ribbies, 872 OPS. They were on fire the entire month of June. And so the Phillies went down there having to show, hey, you know what? We're still alive. We're not. The fans may have given up on us after the horrible play against Miami. But the, it's amazing. The Phillies can't beat the Miami Marlins. But this year, they're 6-2 and two against the Atlanta Braves, the team ahead of them right now. And just like the Mets fans. Mets fans last week, ah, oh, the way they lost to the Phillies. I'm never going to another game again. Bring in the 69 Mets to play. I don't want them coming back to Citi Field. What happened last night at Citi Field? They're playing the Yankees in the subterranean series that they do every year. And the place was packed. A lot of Yankee fans, but the Mets fans who said they would never go to another game. 
They were there last night cheering on their Metropolitans who went out there and stopped the uh, New York Yankees streak of 31 consecutive games with at least a home run. And then they went out there and played a great game. It's a fun game to watch. And it ends on a foul tip that bounced up and down a couple of times. And same guy you saw blow that save against the Phillies, Edwin Diaz, gets the foul tip. And, and, uh, and Ramos, the catcher, makes an unbelievable play. And even the Yankee players respected that. That was a good game. You know, these two teams obviously rivals the same city, the same area. And the Mets win. And you saw the fans happy. That's the thing about baseball. You can forget about one day. Right. You can forget about a couple of days. Now, let's cross the stream. Oh. First of all, where the hell were you? Well, they had some technical issues. What? Right? I told you that this wasn't Tony forgetting about was it. He, was he going out and buying his Betsy Ross flag Nikes? Is that where you were, Tony? No, I wouldn't mean technical difficulty. We went on the air straight up at 1 o'clock as we do every single weekday here, Harry. What's the matter with yeah, you? but I mean 1.30, you were supposed to be on the phone line. I was watching you, and I didn't see anybody calling anybody. It was my fault, uh, folks. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Robin is taking Uh-oh. the. She's taking the fall for this. She asked me, "Did did they get a phone number to call?" I said, "I'm just here. I'm just here getting ready for a show. I don't handle the technical crap on the show." Right. <laughs> that's that's what it's. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got you. We got you all. So we appreciate it. And this is the crossing the streams segment of the show here. And Harry asked earlier when we thought we had you if this is going to be something we'll do at this time each and every week. I thought we reached that last week. Yes, right? and I said it last okay. night. I mean, people were asking us. You guys tweeted it out this morning. I said, yes, indeed. Yeah. I, I text Harry last night, the old Marv Albert line, yes, indeed, yes, indeed, exclamation <laughs> point. So, yes, this is going to be a regular every Wednesday day extravaganza type thing. Good. Now, what do we need? Do we need imaging? Do we, what do we need for this segment to kind of separate it from what you're doing on your Twitch channel and what we're doing here on our Twitch channel and the show. Well, what you got is you guys have T-shirts and gear and, and all this great, beautiful artwork. We have nothing. It's just Robin and I No, what and the we, audience yeah. who send us stuff. What we need to do in the future <laughs> is we need to start doing this via Skype so we have the video back and uh, forth. I can see Harry and Aton right there. I see them. Yeah, but I see the, the Mays well, banner, Aton, Mays, Aton. I see the T-shirts yeah. hanging on the wall. But the video streams are not it's, crossing yet. No, the stream, we can't cross the streams yet. Because that's they're still oh, trying okay. to figure so, that out. Do we not have the technology, Robin? Yes, we do. We just need to coordinate it oh, ahead okay. of time. Okay. You yeah. gotta have your okay. you gotta have your no, technical people call our technical people. Well, and then we get that, this done. That's not as simple as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> See, apparently, it's uh, Aton and I are the ones that need to figure this out because you and Harry are clueless yeah. as I'm far not as clueless. I'm not sitting oh, here trying to put the shows, putting equipment together. I used to help yeah, the engineers I mean, break down all the time. That I'm clueless. Yeah, I mean, it, will, willingly ignorant. Yes, it, I'm willingly ignorant. Yes, yeah. to where you and Tony won't lift a finger to fix this problem. Yet That's you nonsense. Bitch about the problem. I'm climbing under desks. Harry knows. When we did remotes, I would help the engineers break <laughs> down the set. <laughs> I'd be break. I'd help the engineers break down the sets when we would go and do remotes. I was helping what, one wrap up. The air siren? Hey, hey yeah, trust me. Was what, it a duck and cover drill? <laughs> when I, when I, when I <laughs> think of somebody climbing under a desk, it ain't you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would normally yeah. say that you I think that, that that's normally my job, but <laughs> I won't go there. 
So in what's fact, the big? What's well, the? I'm going to pull. I'm going to go Belichick on you. Do your job. Exactly right, Harry. <laughs> now the now, Harry. I hate to rip you because you know it's not my style to criticize my favorite right. people. But I saw you observing your golf tan yeah, right. there because I saw you lift up your sleeve and then you got the yeah. farmer. The farmer. I know it's not a farmer tan on you. It's a golf tan, Harry. That's not a good right. look, man. Yeah, well, back where I grew up, it was called a farmer's tan. Well, is yeah. it a farmer's only tan? Farmersonly.com. <laughs> yeah. Or is it just a farmer's? You know, there's a difference. A farmer's only tan, right? That's a little more risque. You know, I actually went on to that site once, farmer's only, because I do have the vegetable garden in the back, and I wanted to see what kind of chicks were on there. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you yeah. probably qualify. What I mean, kind of chicks were on there? I'm well, curious. farmers only. It's supposed to be. Yeah, yo, what do you know? It's supposed to be farmers only, right? It's like, you know, yeah, J Date. Right. It's like J Date. I'm not supposed to go on J Date because I'm not Jewish. But you can still look, yeah. right? You can still look. Hey, and you know what well, they say I, about I, farmers' daughters. Damn right. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a whole genre but, right but there. But how many yeah, farmers' is. daughters did you really find on that site as opposed to, like, maybe farmers posing? No, if I want to find farmers' daughters, if I want to find farmers' daughters, I just drive over the bridge. on farmers only. That's a good job. I go down, I go down to Mullica Hill, and I drive through the countryside of Jersey. That's where I find the farmer, real farmers' daughters, man. And then you get to you know, pick for some strawberries, and then you go back home. And... <laughs> yeah, but, and listen, you brought up the T-shirts that we have. Did you see the great Bob Kelly from Fox 29 wearing the T-shirt this morning? No. That's because yeah, Aton yeah. goes over there, and he gives him swag. That's a smart, that's smart promotion. Right. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I wore the tee today. You know, normally they have me in the, the shirt, the tie, the blazer. I look uncomfortable, right? So today I wore the Maze and Aton shirt because it was a, a, a not a normal time that they have sports. So I figured I could slide in there. And Bob comes up and says, oh, yeah, let's do a post. Let's do a pic. You know, give me a T-shirt. Next time you're there, I say, next time, I got the box in my trunk. Oh. I'm ready to give a guy a T-shirt any day of the week, Tony. By the way, where's my damn T-shirt? I don't have one. That's Robin doesn't have right. one. We, we're, we're getting everything to you ASAP, okay? We'll send it out to you Look, ASAP. Look, Tony, I don't even have a T-shirt. Yeah, I've been working this show one. for almost three months now. It's an outrage. Who's in charge of this debacle? <laughs> Me, Aton. You, you can put that one. I'll yes. take the hit on that one, all right? We'll get the entire Bruno team. Even Luigi. Yeah, we'll just get help, Luigi what one, What size too. is Luigi? We'll get him one, too. He likes a medium because he works out. No, he's a large. <laughs> <laughs> What about Corrado? We get him one? I don't know. I haven't seen him in years. Now, everybody on the no. board, our, our board, they're Where like, I he? want one. Everybody want wants him. a damn shirt. Are you selling those things? Yes. Actually, we are selling them. So here's what we I'm going to do. Yes. So if it's okay, Where's I can have revenue go <laughs> to us. We just, I, don't, I think that shows you how little we've sold. It's me probably giving out too many freebies. But what I can do is we can put the link on your Twitch channel if you're okay with us selling T-shirts absolutely. on your Twitch channel. Yeah, absolutely. Sell, sell, sell. Put it, put it in our chat there room, and then I'll retweet it. <laughs> you get a shirt, and you get a T-shirt, and you get a T-shirt. Yes. Speaking of Twitch, yes. now, are all of your listeners aware of how fantastic the Twitch channel is and how easy it is to download the Twitch app on their mobile? And then they can follow both the Maze and Shander show and the uh Tony Bruno Show, which is under Bruno Nation Live, mm -hmm. and it's free. It's free to follow, free to stream. So it's fr Bruno, Br 
Bruno Nation Live on Twitch. That's yes. exactly right. That's how you find yes. it. Yes, yeah. and so not only can you listen to it through your 97.3 app, but you can listen to it um, or watch everything that's going on. And once we get the... the um, Skype video back and forth. You'll when we cross the streams, you'll be able to see you guys and oh, us awesome. side by side. Beautiful man. See, I'm I'm watching it right now yeah. on my phone. Isn't it's it great. beautiful? It's, yeah, it's a beautiful it's thing, yeah. man. See, I'm going to put the phone right up to the camera. You see, I'm watching you guys. You watching me? You following yeah. me, camera guy? By the way, are you guys just obviously don't talking go, about just don't the? Go under the desk. You guys talking a little bit about Odubel Herrera, and I said he's got to go for door number three, $23.7 million, to say, all right, I've had enough. Give me my check. I'll get out of here. Would you do that if you were in the same situation? Charges dropped. Uh, baseball, the Phillies probably won't bring him back, but they still have to pay him $23.7 million. What would you guys do? Yeah. I would pay him to go home, right? Yeah, I would. Pay him to go home. you got to pay him. Oh, yeah, you have to legally. No. But if you're him, what do you do? Back. Do you want to go someplace, play somewhere else, or just take the money and go to a beautiful tropical island and say, screw it? And what would you do a Bobby Bonilla deal? And take a million like dollars? An annuity for the next yes. 20 years. Yeah, that's, that's actually not a bad move right there. Yeah. You just force them to pay you a million dollars for the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. I'd take that deal. Do the deal! Yeah, I, do. I think do I would do. <laughs> Hey, Tony, yeah. where, where is that deal? You and I will both go do it. How come they don't have those deals in radio? Huh? I know. Here's well, your buy-on for the next 30 years. I won the Polish lottery recently. I get a dollar a year for the next million years. I know it's an old joke and my <laughs> Polish friends are going to be pissed, but hey, it's the only one I can think of right now. It's human out. pretty good, though. By the way, we have a humidity plastic slipcover and vinyl seat uh, alert out for everybody alert. in the greater tri-state area and up and down the eastern seaboard. It is sticky out there. Watch the plastic slip covers, Harry and Aton, and watch the vinyl seats. Seriously, yeah, it's man. bad out there. Slip right off those suckers. Now, I, I, have a, I have a question, all right? So I was trying to throw this at Harry earlier, and I got nothing. I got no help from him because he already has his plans locked in. So if he has his you, – you both of you know Harry well enough to where if his – day is set or if his itinerary is set he doesn't give a crap about anybody else exactly so yeah my my girlfriend is gone i can't go up and i have to work late thursday night into the overnight so i can't go out and obliterate myself on the fourth i have a dog so i kind of have a little bit of an albatross there as well it's just me i feel like july 4th unlike every other holiday july 4th is the one where you kind of have to be with is that a thanksgiving where you kind of have to be with your family yeah so I don't really know what to do. Like, what, what does a, a one guy, I don't want to say single because I'm not really single. Trevor but like, from the 203 says on Twitch, come to the shore with me, Aton. There well, you can go. Can I bring the dog? I think yeah, you can bring the dog. The water's dirty enough. Okay. But what's another dog pooping? I guess you can't take dogs on certain beach, beaches down at the Jersey Shore. But you can take all right. your, uh, your your outfall pipes and put all the poop out there and all the other stuff. Right. Aton, you would have a great time with Trevor. He is a fantastic... He came down into the studio one day. Good guy. <laughs> awesome. People awesome. are saying, awesome. Harry Mays, you actually you nailed this, Harry. For those who don't know, we're talking about people walking away and taking what's door, behind door number two. Harry Mays and Tom Arnold, the only two people I know who walked away and got paid to go away. Yes. Uh, and for that, i got to give him a roaring Love round it. of applause right now. Love it. Love it. All right. So right. We'll do this again next week because, you know, we have to break. We're, we're under this. Yeah, we're I know we got time. weather permitting, of course. We'll do it next Wednesday. Now, you guys can break, and okay. we can still talk during the commercial break, though. See, that's how that works. Well, that is true. 
That's actually really true. You know what? Why don't we do that? Why don't we add that element to this segment where it's not just the two of you coming on with us, but we'll continue to do this show in the break before we come back and end it before we come back. How about that? That's good. So go to break. Go to break. Everybody else stay here. We'll stay here on Twitch, and then we can actually keep talking and saying things you can't say when you're on the air on 97.3 out there. Exactly right. Awesome. Awesome. All right, so we'll be back with Mike Gill on the air. But if you're on Twitch right now, the Maze and Aton channel, Tony Bruno channel, if you're on Twitch, stay there. And if you're not, then get there because you'll continue this conversation. And God knows what we're going to talk about in the break when we don't have any FCC on it. <laughs> That's pretty much about it. I am pissed off. You're listening to the Maze and Aton Show, presented by Dry Guys of South Jersey. Go to dryguysonair.com and get the help you need with your wet basement. Dryguysonair.com. Wow. Okay. Now the only thing. Dry guys. We just need to turn down the uh, the commercials and then we're good to go. Yes. I, I like uh, the wet. There we go. Now I, like- I can hear them. Forget the dry guys. I like the wet girls in the basement. Harry. I mean, I know those guys come in and they clean the dry out. We did our own basement down here, the right. wine cellar, as you well know, Harry. Yeah, so so now is, the, the- now is the perfect time to interact with all of yours and ours Twitch uh, listeners and watchers because they're, like you said, there's no FCC. We can do anything now. Oh, this is awesome. you got to get the basement wet before you call the dry guy. Uh, you know I mean? By the way, Luigi Curto checking in on the stream chat as he's working today. He says, dry guy, hey, that's my Tinder handle. Oh. <laughs> now, Trevor wants to know, hey, A-Town, what part of, the, what part of Connecticut are you from? Um, my mom, Stanford. yeah, so I, I was in City Island in the Bronx. My dad moved to... Pelham, which is in the Bronx, the, the taking of Pelham. One, one two, two, three. Oh, that was the train, that movie. Yeah, correct, they did the, the, do you like uh, the original or the remake of the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3? I saw them both. Well, the, the remake has John Travolta in it, so that, that was a kind of a tough swallow. No, yeah. the original was great. Yeah, you know it was in the original? Yeah, the, original the guy from Jaws, the, the captain in Jaws was there. Captain Squid. Oh, that's right. He was the original that's taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Yeah. What a pull that one that's is. Right. It's phenomenal then, uh, knowledge here, man. My mom moved to Stanford, Connecticut, southern Connecticut, when I was... Uh, you guys got two minutes. I don't know, maybe eight years old, nine years old, something like that. So Stanford, southern Were you there when Jim Calhoun said, get some facts and come back and Absolutely. see me? Absolutely. Were you? Yeah, UConn. And, you know, what does Connecticut have? Connecticut's a suburb state. You're either a Boston suburb or a New York suburb, so... When UConn actually was on the map, that's what they had. And they're on probation now. They're so yeah, they left the American well, to go to the Big East and they're on probation. Are they on the ARD program, though? No, they're on probation. Okay. Yeah, but they are coming back to know. the Big East in 2020, Harry, for those of you who are right. following the, which conference anybody's in anymore, which no one can figure out, which no. is an outrage. Zero. <laughs> Better off figuring out what a catch is. I NFL. know. Tony loves college sports. I man. love college sports. <laughs> you know what they say about those college girls, Harry? We keep getting what older. College, though. Any college. Community <laughs> college. Robert Shaw, the great actor. Aunt DeMio says that Robert Shaw was the great actor who was in Pelham 1, oh, 2, yeah. 3. Obviously yeah. in Jaws as Captain Quint. Phenomenal actor. He was like a Shakespearean 90 actor. 90 seconds. Yeah. I yes, he was right. great. Yeah. He was great. So we have 90 seconds yeah, to you... say goodbye. Well, we don't need 90 seconds. Have I can say seen... goodbye in 10 seconds, Robin. We're getting count down in the year like 90 seconds is an eternity on radio. I... Right? Let's break down the baseball from last night. Who do you like, guys? 
in the uh, in soccer today. U.S. you know is in the Netherlands or Sweden. Three o'clock today for the Sweden. right to play the Americans. You going Sweden or you going the uh, Dutch I'm chicks? I'm going Sweden. Oh, wrong, uh, wrong answer. Swedish uh, bikini team beats Dutch chicks. Nah, Dutch oven for me. <laughs> That's what happens when you're alone on the Fourth of July weekend, Aton. Exactly. I, I yeah, say your dog farts under the yeah. cover. <laughs> I say pass the Dutchie. <laughs> yeah, pass the Dutchie. Yes, I like I like that one better. Aton does a lot of that. Yeah. Can, you, can you see it on your screen right, right now? now? I'm ready. Robin, Robin's right, got we'll her Netherlands. We got to wrap up. All right, go. wrap it up, Tony. I right, double wrap it on this weekend, Harry. Huh? Hey, Todd, guys, we'll see, you, we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend, boys. Thank you. you there they it. are, ladies and gentlemen. Not blue Swedes, of course. Not the blue Swedes no. who did hooked on, uh, hooked on a feeling. Coming back. Yeah, All right, they're coming back. We're gonna, all right, now we're going to separate. We have actually, like the mission, like the Apollo, when they separate yes. from the lunar lander, we have separation. We have final approach. We have... Next time, that'll be better coordinated. It was okay. What, was yeah, not, no, no. no one would have known anything was wrong if he hadn't no. mentioned it. I didn't know they were ready to go. I'm always we, – we were on. We were on. There was just a connection issue when I first so called So you had them. to call them? Is that how it works? I had to call them. Okay. And when I first called them, for whatever reason, it wasn't going through. So um, I just had to call them back. That's why we were a little bit late. So now we got a situation developing with Robin today because she's got her Netherlands uh, – Nederland – Nederland sweater – Jacket. I mean, that's legit, too. That's not like some knockoff. What's with the two naked chicks facing back-to-back, though? I never got that logo. Hold that up for the camera for people to see it. So it's two, like, hot chicks with... uh, Are they hot? Is that guys, or is that two women? This is an official official logo that has been in in soccer forever and ever and ever. It's a back-to-back. Are they chicks? One has boobs, so it's a chick. One's a guy and one's a boob. Okay. Yeah. Male, female, back to back. And you know how you know it's a female because you can see the boob. It's not nudity, obviously. It's just a silhouette. Yeah, it's the Kappa, Kappa uh, logo. The Kappa, the Tutu Kappa. I don't get what's the Kappa logo. Um, I, what is what is Kappa? Trevor from the True of Three. He actually. He, I don't know what the I know Kappa Beta Kappa, Kappa Kappa Kappa, Kappa whatever. Frank Capra. Oh no, it. that's a different name. Capra. It's a it's a soccer brand. If I'm not mistaken. Is it the mud flap of a tractor trailer has that logo on it too? Yeah. Have you seen those? <laughs> I think that was a little <clears throat> bit different. Tony and uh, Tony two oh six says that's you see those on the mud flaps on tractor trailers. People sitting back to back, a man and a woman. I always thought it was some like uh, swinger site or something. It is the Omni. It's a Kappa logo. Omni logo pictures the silhouette of a man and a woman leaning against each other. It represents the equality of men and women and their mutual support. The logo was created quite by accident during a photo shoot for a bathing suit advertisement for Beatrix in 1969. Wow. That is great knowledge. See, because I saw that and I had no idea what it meant. I thought truckers were into that stuff. Back-to-back jacks, you know, this is back-to-back. It's pretty cool. Is that better than coexist? Was that before the coexist thing, or how long has that been around? Hey, the Dutchies have been all about equality for probably longer than anybody else. Well, they were taking over the world with, along with the Spaniards and the Brits. Well, they weren't, they weren't for equality back then. <laughs> no, they were, no. <laughs> no. Now, back then, we know we shouldn't even talk about Dutch history I because know. they were really bad yes. people. They were trying to conquer and colonize the world, well, were they not? I mean, the, the Dutch and the Brits were two of the 
biggest offenders in the slave trade. Exactly. So why should I root for the Dutch? They were terrible conquerors. They were colonists. So were the Spaniards. So were the oh, yeah, Brits. The Spanish were really bad too. I and if you go one over way, way back, you got to go back to the Huns. You got to go back to the Italian, the Romans. You got to go back to the the Turks and Caicos, where I should be right now doing the live show. No, the Turks and Caicos had nothing to do with it. Actually, if you're gonna, if, if we're if we're gonna add in, let me just put in my two cents. I know I, we do this every day, but let me put my two cents in about the whole the whole history and and good and bad. If you're going to talk about getting rid of history of historical figures mm-hmm. or even fictional figures that are associated with slavery, then you need to get rid of Santa Claus. And Santa Claus... No, the, you're not getting rid of Santa Claus. I'm ta- the reason why, the original, what Santa Claus here in the United States is based upon is a representation, and it is in European, and back the, the, the center class, which is St. Nicholas, uh-huh. had slaves. So if you're going to want to go that direction and you're going to be totally PC about everything and you can't disassociate the modern version versus a historical version, then we're going to have to get pretty much of everything, including Santa Claus. Exactly. Get rid of everything. Let's pretend nothing ever happened and just start the world new every day. I mean, I start the world new every day. Every day is a new beginning. I'm all about looking forward, not looking back, remembering the good stuff, but don't get zoned in on the bad shit. Exactly right. As we say on the show and have said many, many times. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. That's what happens to everybody every single day. So just relax and enjoy life every single day. Every single day we see things happening like a 27-year-old pitcher dies in his hotel room. Yeah. You know, we see terrible things happening. So if you focus on the negative stuff, I'm sounding like Marianne uh, Williamson now, the presidential candidate. It's all about love. It's all about the chakras. Not Chakra Khan. The chakras. You know what a chakra is, Robin? It is uh, the internal uh, energy... There's, there's chakra points inside people's bodies. How many points do you need to get like a free trip, uh, two airline <laughs> tickets to somewhere? <laughs> I just know that I think there's chakra points and then there's like one major, I think it's, is it, is it in the forehead or something? I, I don't it's know, but you know me. the flow of energy. You know me, I'm not a hippie type, but I do believe in the power of the vortexes or the vortices to be plural and accurate. When I go to Sedona... And I've been there many, many times. Yes. I am one with the earth, Robin. I don't believe that I could lift up Bell Rock and lift it up with all these other wackos who think that there's alien craft under there. I believe that there's power in the earth, and there's certain parts of the earth where the vortex strength is there, the crystals and all the other stuff. Not the crystals who did the Do Run Run, a great group from back in the day, but all kinds of crystals. I remember back in the day we used to make fun of the old FM DJs who did all that, hey, man. And we would play like somebody. Oh, Banana Joe, who was one of the DJs at WFIL, uh-huh. he would hold up his keys in front of the microphone and pretend he was like an FM disc jockey. and says, hey, you know, doing the whole chimes and the wind chimes yes, and yes. all that stuff. And I love wind chimes, by the way. Yeah. I love the vortex. When we go to Sedona, am I not at peace? Am I not totally absorbed in positive energy? Oh, Yes. There's, there's seriously, there's something that comes over Tony. I exactly. Don't, he, he becomes a different, chill person. His voice doesn't get raised. Mm-hmm. He's just like, whatever people. It's, it's as if he smoked a doobie. And I don't even smoke dope. I know, but it's as if you did. It's awesome. It's a chill factor. I kind of like that person. 
You know, we always have the heat index, and then we have the, uh, in, in the wintertime, it's the chill index, what the temperature actually feels like with the wind, the wind chill. And then we have the heat index when you add the heat and the humidity, the real field temperature. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not, this is not general knowledge Wednesday here, Robin. This is phenomenal knowledge Wednesday. Because what we are imparting with the help of our great audience is not general knowledge. This is next-level knowledge. Yes. General knowledge is, hey, uh, who won the batting title in 1975? That's general knowledge. Now, Tony, speaking of finding your inner... Vic the Brick? Finding your inner strength and finding your chakra, did you see the video of the kid who was absolutely petrified to jump off the diving board, literally shaking, and the video now... Like the, the the change in him? Did you see it? No, the one where the mom had the three kids, the two kids on the diving on, on the end of the pool, and they had floaties. The little kids. No, no, no. She Here, dives me... in. The second kid did. No, this is oh, the no. this is the most. So let me. I'm gonna. I have to rewind, but it is the cutest thing. This little kid. I mean, his his uh, his little legs were shaking so hard, and you can see him shaking. Like it's shaking the board. Let me see it. Can you see? It's, oh yeah, yeah. So the kid's scared. I mean, he's he is shaking. And then he sits down, and then he he's he's got his legs right. over like and a lot of people do. Like I did the first time I got on a diving he's board. He's absolutely petrified, and the board was shaking so much that his, his dad had to hold it. I mean, is that at, his dad? Look at his legs. His legs are just like this. Is how scared he is. He's just so freaked you out. Mean like about Luigi it. when he was going into a three foot pool <laughs> up at uh, dockside, yes, exactly. And the water like was Luigi. only three feet deep. Yes. So that was him last year. And now look at him this year. He is just like a little pro, and the transformation is fantastic, and the look on his face is just fantastic. So he actually runs out to the edge. Oh yeah. Oh, now he doesn't run. He runs. He runs. He stops. Yep. Does he turn around and do a backflip? Boom! There Boom, you go. Boom! He it. goes right in. He didn't go head first because no. he didn't want to do but a look belly at that. flap. Look at what what. Yeah, that's confidence. What a year can make. How awesome is that? I just love those those videos. General knowledge, according to Bob from Valley Forge, is putting on a condom before banging some broad you picked up in a bar at 2 a.m. That's general knowledge, which everyone should have, and still people don't do it to this day. So we're getting our inner chakras going right now. I put some chakra music on. Let's be honest, people are on the roads everywhere now trying to go away for the long, I mean extra long, 4th of July holiday weekend. You got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Five-day weekend, Robin. Five days. How many days? No, five. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say Monday, too? Well, some people will take Monday off. We won't. Yeah, so it's four-day weekend. No, because today, people are mailing today in. Oh, okay. You get it? Okay. People are... If Even if people did work today, a lot of people didn't even work today because it's a big travel day. Yes. You don't yes. want to be driving. It's like no. the day before Thanksgiving on that Wednesday. It's the worst travel day of the year. People are trying to get out of town, get out of Dodge. Get out, get out, as Harry Mays That's would exactly say. That's exactly right. Get out, get out. But so you want to you relax today because you know there's going to be a lot of wackos on the road. Mm -hmm. People are in a hurry. <clears throat> they want to get that, that spot on the beach before you do and have to throw down over your little patch now, on what a happens? beach so somewhere. I, I, I don't know East Coast beach etiquette. If you go to the beach and you have rented a place or you own a place, can you stake out an area on the beach overnight as well? There are very few uh, resorts where there's beachfront property. There are some places in front of, like, piers in Atlantic City 
where like Landshark or whatever the company, the Steel Pier, uh-huh. that area is reserved and they have it roped off. Right. Because, but nobody owns the beach, Robin. I know that nobody they don't, owns the beach. But, but like, if but it, there's like there's uh, there's umbrella rentals. Yeah, but can you can you keep it? So like, if you no. have it one day, no, can absolutely you, can you not. Can you somehow stake it out Hell so no. that you can have it the next day? Did as you well? do that? Somebody's gonna steal your shit in the middle of the night. Well, you don't yeah. stake out anything. You put all a stake right. in and you try to keep so, everything from blowing so all over every you. day, it's a whole new rush yes, to exactly. the beach to stake out the best place? What do you think? You're going to get a reserve spot on a public beach? You have to have beach tags in many places, I too. I know. And I just saw this morning the Philadelphia Inquirer. You know, like in San Francisco, they have the maps where people can report that there's poop on the streets or needles? Uh-huh. This is the first time I've ever seen this. Don't bring down. Leave it up, No, right? I'm not. I, that's, I didn't bring it down, actually. That's is on, it over? It's over. Or at least it was a little pause. Just, you just let this see. The, there's a tension right there, Robin. I can see the tension. Hey, it's who, like the it's like the water when it's calm and you see a couple of ripples in who it. Who was the one that accused who of turning it down when I didn't even touch it? You did touch it, Robin. No, I didn't. I not. see your hand going toward a knob. <laughs> that wasn't That's touch, an indication. That was not that knob. You do not, do not stake a spot on the beach. You can mark a spot on the beach. But then again, you know, you make sure you cover it up because yeah. somebody's going to lay in there tomorrow. Yeah. But now the Philadelphia Inquirer newspaper, for as a public service, will be posting maps of all the Jersey Shore towns and whether the beach is closed or open because of fecal coliform levels. Yeah. So now it's like if you want to go to San Francisco and you want to find out where all the poop is, <clears throat> there's a map. Yes. And then you can call 311 or whatever it is. But now because they do testing, and they've been doing testing at the beaches forever, by the way. Yeah. But now because we've seen, here we are in summer. This isn't like the first week of Memorial Day. We're already now almost halfway through summer. This is the big beach time. Yes, it is. And so they want to have maps now that show you which, whether your favorite beach is open or closed. And don't forget to bring the beach, beach tags. Because they will nail your ass if you don't have a beach tag. Now, does every single beach need a different No, tag? like Wildwoods Beach is free. You don't need a okay. beach tag. No, but I'm like, if Other you have, beaches have private tag. You got to have a tag. If you have a tag for, say... No, you can't use a tag from okay. one beach to so another. you have to buy different ones if exactly. you're going to Exactly, like places. Margate Beach, oh. where I used to go because my what boat was in Margate. In you have to get a Margate Beach tag if you're in Margate. If you're going to go to uh, Ocean City... Who different beach. Who was it? The, was it Cataldi a couple of years ago? That yeah, he said fine? that you, he pulled a, do you know who I am? I live here. I don't, nobody tells me to get a damn beach yeah. tag. And then they find his ass. <laughs> now, I know people say down in the outer banks of North Carolina, nobody bothers you. There are places, obviously, where, yeah. but nobody, in some places, they don't bother you. But if you're going to the Jersey, like Wildwood Beach is massive. From the boardwalk to the ocean, it's like two miles to get to the actual water. No way. Oh, no, not that far, but it's really far. Yeah. And then some beaches, like Ocean City... So, in other words, there's a lot of beachfront. In some places. In other places, there's virtually no beach. There's like a little landing strip. Like a little landing strip, It's like bush versus landing strip. Exactly. Now, see, now you're talking about landing strip. Okay. Just checking. You got to go out to uh, Atlantic City's free and Wildwood's free. No beach tags required. The two biggest beaches. But then you got, you know, you want to be ritzy shitsy, and you want to go to Margate... You ain't walking on that damn Margate Beach unless you got a beach tag, Robin. You want to go down to uh, Seal? I think Seal has beach tags too, or as I call it, Senile City. Now I'm just reminding everybody. I just want to make sure. Did everybody share the show? Were they good little boys and girls? They better. Because they better right now, Robin. And also, do you know what time it is, Tony Bruno? What time is it? It is that sad time of day. 
You know what it is. It's our sad time of the day, but it's not that sad. because No, we I only get really sad when they play this song at the Bellagio Fountains. Well, not only that, but it's it's... We know that we're still going to see them. As long as they do, it's not like we're never going to see them again. We're not ditching them. No, we're just we're just helping. We're giving them a hand and helping them cross over. We're giving you, we're building a bridge so that you could cross over. We want them to cross over, make the switch to Twitch. So if you are watching us on any of the other platforms other than Twitch, download the Twitch app for free on your heart your desktop, your laptop, your tablet, your phone. And um, it is very easy to do. It doesn't take up a lot of room on your computer or your phone. No, it's simple. And it's so simple a caveman If you are streaming it. us on any other platform, it's going to be the same type of bandwidth to stream it on Twitch. So that way you can continue to talk to us. You will get the notifications whenever we go live. You will not miss anything. And if you don't want the notifications, you can actually uh, turn the notifications off. So I know the, the people were saying that they followed a couple of other people and they didn't want to get all of those notifications. It is very simple. You just go to whatever page it is. Of course, you wouldn't want to turn ours off, no. but if you did, um, you go to the page, and then at the top where it has the little purple heart, there's a slider right next to it that has uh, it looks like a I think it's it's a little speaker, and you just click on that so that you don't get the notifications. Beautiful. But thank you for joining us, and thank you for staying with us. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today too. <clears throat> yes, we did the Odubel Herrera update. We gave you the baseball emotional night. Aaron Nolan was phenomenal. Eight innings pitched, no runs, four hits, three walks, eight strikeouts, two-nothing shutout of the Atlanta Braves, which is almost impossible to do. That's how good the Braves hitting is as a team. And then Hector Neris comes in and mows down one, two, three, strikes out the side to get the clean save. The Phillies beat the Braves to move four and a half back. Washington stays hot. They won. <clears throat> I mentioned the Mets whose fans were apoplectic, and all the radio hosts were going crazy in the air. Oh, the Mets, they put out the 69 Mets out there. Now, all of a sudden, they're back on board. It's a long season. And by the way, we have a really, uh, and by the way, the Mets also snapped, as I said earlier, the 31 consecutive game home run streak by the Yankees. Red Sox win, but John Sterling, here we are on the 4th of July weekend, starting on a Wednesday. And a good friend of mine, John Sterling, who I got to meet, Back when he was in Atlanta doing the Atlanta Braves and the Atlanta Hawks. That's you know, he was the voice of the Atlanta Hawks and the Atlanta Braves in, in Atlanta back in the eighties for TNT and Turner Broadcasting. And then he got the Yankee play by play job in nineteen eighty nine. And in his first season as the voice of the Yankees, John Sterling missed one game in his first season. Since that time, he has now been behind the mic 5,059 consecutive New York Yankee games going back to 1989. John Sterling's streak is going to come to an end tomorrow on the 4th of July, which is also his birthday. John Sterling turns 81 years old tomorrow, 4th of July, and he will sit out his first game since 1989. I gave you the streak, 5,059 consecutive games, Robin. <clears throat> I'm all choked up over it. And what he's going to do is he's going to take off not just the 4th of July. His boss has said, hey, why don't you just chill for eight days? 
So he will not be doing any Yankee games. And obviously, the All-Star break's coming up, too. So the Yankees-Mets series, he will not be there for the round. I think he's doing tonight's game. And then tomorrow, he will shut it down for eight days. And one of the things uh, he was asked about it, you know, why right now? And he says, you know, he went to London for those two stupid games. So there's an 80-year-old guy, flies all the way to London. Uh-huh to do two games because Major League Baseball thought it was a good idea. And he flies back, and he said his uh, his ears were still clogged up. You know, when you go for a quick yeah. trip to London, you're going away for a couple well, of days. Well, when you're inside that cabin and all these germs are going back in there. Yeah, and you're well, 80 years old. Yeah. And again, I'm not making excuses for him. This is what he said. He said he couldn't talk. And the problem was, he, you know, he just didn't feel good. And he needs, to, he needs a break. So he's taking a break for eight days and will return after the All-Star break. And his boss said, hey, just chill out, man. Just chill. Holiday weekend. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Do we have a little birthday song for John? Uh, I should. Now, this is, I thought this was going to be a little bit more upbeat, but it's not. This is the theme from Born on the Fourth of July that I was playing for him since he's, yeah, it's, birthday's uh, on the Fourth of July. The chakra music. Uh, yeah, this, this doesn't really work. Better. So, I do apologize. He's 80. He's going to be 81. 81 Yeah, you got to play old. some. Nobody even remembers his. I know Tom Cruise. It was a very good movie, by the way, Born on the Fourth of July, the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, it was a very good but movie. The Fourth of July is, is to celebrate. It's not a, maus, not a maudlin. This is the birthday song featuring Kanye West. Do you think that's appropriate for him? <laughs> Let me check. He wants a big booty. I'm sure John still likes yeah, yeah. big booty. I'm sure. He's a hip guy. I wonder if John, if all he wants for his birthday is a big booty. You know, I thought I'd give him something a little bit different than the same old, same old. Well, this is different. We Everybody plays the 50 cent. It's your bass, shorty. It's your ba- I had enough of that song. Then we know he got likes booty on his. Who doesn't like booty on their birthday? I mean, seriously. Booty, booty. It's ridiculous, man. You know who else uh, was born on the Fourth of July? And I remember this vividly. Because John Sterling and I actually on ESPN Radio. Remember, John started doing the Yankees, mm-hmm. and then there was the baseball strike in '81. Yeah. Not '81. In, ni- in, in, in the early '90s, there was that the second strike. That was the split bleeping season, I think. And John didn't have any games to do. So he came up to Connecticut and did a weekend and a couple of weekends on ESPN Radio as a co-host. And I got to spend a lot of time with John, and I obviously followed him, and I knew him in Atlanta when he was doing the Braves and the uh, Hawks. We had a great weekend. John Sterling, that was the last time he didn't do any games, but there weren't any games to do. Yeah. So what did he do when there weren't any games to do back in the 90s? I think it was 91. He hung season. out with Tony Bruno. Exactly. Or 94. That's when it was. Thank you. Now here, there's a little bit about it. There's a little bit about it. This is uh, Stevie Wonder. Happy oh, we birthday. love this song. This is a great happy song. It's uh, John Star- George Steinbrenner was also born on the 4th of July, the late owner of the Yankees. A lot of people are born on the 4th of July, Robin. You know, President, according to the Swedish chef, President John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe all died on the 4th of July. The 94 baseball strike, that's the time John Sterling came to Connecticut and was on the weekends with us Uh on ESPN Radio. A lot of fun stuff. 
Malia Obama was born on the 4th of July. She turns wow. 21 tomorrow. wonder what she'll be doing tomorrow. <laughs> well, I she's... think she's going to have her first taste of alcohol oh, absolutely. and her first inhalation of weed tomorrow. Because we know when you're in college, you do not... No. Have a drink or smoke wacky tobacco before you're 21. Nobody huh? has ever, ever. ever. I know ever, that ever, my, ever. both my children had never had any kind of alcohol or any kind of substances prior to their 21st birthday. Absolutely. Now, my son, A.J. Bruno, my uh, my first child, uh-huh. I took him and had him have his first alcohol at the Super Bowl in New Orleans. And I don't remember which one it was because they're all of But he was coming to New Orleans, uh-huh. and I took him into the absence house. House. Yes. He was 20, about to turn 21. Now, did he do it under the, the, did they have the big container with the little faucets and everything? No, they weren't, you weren't faucets? allowed. Back then, even though Absence was still in the back room and you weren't allowed to go back there. Ah. So Absence was totally illegal. Even yeah. at the ab- the old Absence house. Right. In, in, they didn't have the real stuff. Now you can buy Absence anyway. You can go to Wawa and get Absence. Well, but I don't think it's still, I still don't think it's the real, real, real stuff. The only way you can order the real Absinthe with wormwood uh-huh. extract is, um, that was barreled in wormwood, which is uh-huh. what causes the hallucinogenic. I love that stuff. movie. Where I like that show, Worm World, on the I HBO. I think you have to order it, you illegally in uh, through France, because I believe it's a it's, it's a French. No, but thing. people have it here. No, they light they, it up. They put the they, light in. They sell absinthe, but it's not. It, it tastes. It's not the, the hallucinogenic same, stuff. But it's not the hallucinogenic stuff. If I'm not mistaken, it's if unless it's been uh, barreled in wormwood. Why can't I just throw a worm in the bottle of absinthe that I buy at the state store? Unlike uh, mezcal that people sometimes mistake with tequila, it's not the same thing. Dude, why would anybody want to do absinthe and then become, like, catatonic? I don't know. It's ridiculous, man. You know, also, now people are pointing. Barry White died on the 4th of July. No. I did not know that. I did not know that. Thank you, Doug McGregor. Bob Ross died on the 4th of July, Robin. Wow. I think I'm going to stay home though the 4th of July. Yeah, maybe we should change our plans. Um, Ochi568 Ochi is asking, ever try ayahuasca? Who? That's a, I think that's an American Indian or Incan alcohol, right? That has hallucinogenic properties as well. I've heard of it. I've never tried it, I don't think. Ayahuasca? I don't even try. I, I've, like, I tried the CBD oil water, and it's horrible. It's not. Yeah. There's no oil in it. Just no. CBD. Everything's got CBDs in it. It tastes like dirt. It, it does really, taste it, like dirt. It, it's, it's not good. I'd rather drink dirty water than yeah. drink CBD water. Now, Luigi, he's been prescribed CBD uh, oil for his anxiety, and um, he had a bottle that I gave him because when my aunt How come pat- I never tasted it? I never got to try the CBD you oil. Know, I, I, I don't know why. I just found it the other day again. My When my aunt passed away, um, I... I was given her CBD oils for you, actually, and um, and you never, I never used I know, it. I know, I know. Well, you know, I'm a chill guy, so yeah. I don't really need CBDs. I'm down with CBDs, and I had the gummy at the Super Bowl. Yes, I and think, I had too much. Well, I had the whole gummy. We'll have which you try it sometime do. because it, it's supposed to be a pain relieving CBD specifically. And um, since I had it, and Luigi was needing some, and he didn't know where to purchase it, I gave it to him to try, and so it was working for him. Um, but maybe he needs a little bit more specific type of CBD oils that is specifically for anxiety, whereas this one is more geared towards pain. You've, you've, uh, you've come to the health portion 
yeah. of the program. Yeah, Nurse Robin just made an appearance, just real quick. Now, we got one daytime baseball game about to get underway. In fact, it is Tigers and White Sox are playing an afternoon game. Oh, should I change the Put channel? Put the MLB network on. And then, of course, at 3 o'clock Eastern time, coming up at the top of the next hour, you know what we have, Robin? We've got Women's World Cup semifinal action. I'm ready. The Swedes. Everybody on here better be rooting for the Dutchies. That's all not, I got to say. I mean, say. the Swedes beat Germany, Robin. Germany was supposed to be the best. Next to the U.S., the Germans were the best team. And remember, when Sweden played the U.S. earlier, Sweden wasn't playing as well as they are right now. They have ratcheted up their game, and they finally beat the Germans, who they lost to in the World Cup final in 2003. So the Swedish women are heavily favored today against the Dutchies, Robin. I mean, the Dutchies have advanced farther than they ever have as far as the women are concerned. It's kind of like Peter Pan. If everybody believes it can happen. I don't really care who wins, Robin, to be honest with you. But you're, you know, you're Dutch, and so you're not going to weep. Root for, so who are you going to have today? You're going to have uh, uh, the Dutchies, or you're going to go with the I- Ikea. This is sort of like Amsterdam versus Ikea. Weed versus Ikea. I do love me some Ikea, but I'm, I, it's not weed versus... I'm going with tulips and windmills and clogs versus Over Ikea. Ikea and Swedish meatballs. Yeah. And even the Swedish chef, who's one of our great followers and contributes every single day, you're going you're gonna to step on his neck because you're opposing the Swedes today? And who's hotter, by the way? The Swedish chicks or the Dutch chicks? We will make that determination once they get underway this afternoon in France. And then, of course, the big finale. A lot of soccer news. Soccer. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before we move on, Tony. We're not moving on. I want to do my soccer block here. We're talking about, uh, you were just talking about. CBDs. No, go. Do we have a CBD continuation? No. Finish talking about soccer. So I gave you the uh, Brazil beat Argentina last night. While you were not, while you were down here taking the studio apart for the fifteenth consecutive day, no. But did you, the reason why I took it apart was that the cables were all over. I the understand, place the but front. my point is, I'm watching sports at night. I watched Brazil beat Argentina two nothing. Messi was pissed off after the game, not because he hasn't won a major championship of any kind since he's been with Argentina, but he got mad at the the VAR. You know what the VAR, right? That's what everybody hates. The VAR. That's like the the replay room, right? Where they have all these people sitting in front of monitors now for replays. Called, isn't it called virtual yeah. or video something replay? Yes, it's called VAR. They call it VAR. Yeah. People hate it, and nobody hates it more than Messi because he thought there should have been a penalty kick, and they said, "Ah, just keep playing on." So he was pissed off at the officials. Brazil beats Argentina, and now they are going to the finals. Video. And they are going to play the winner of tonight's Peru-Chile game at 8.30. And the winner of that game will play for the big finale of Copa America at the Maracana in Rio de Janeiro on Sunday, Robin. And then the Gold Cup, the CONCACAF Gold Cup yes. is going on, too. The U.S. men will play Jamaica in the semifinals in Mexico tonight. The reggae boys... And they will, whoever wins that game, USA versus Jamaica, will play Mexico in the finale because Mexico did beat Haiti 1-0 to move on to the Gold Cup championship. So can the United States beat the Jamaican boys, the reggae boys, 
and play for the Gold Cup against Mexico, obviously the favorite Mexico in that game. But will the U.S. get in? Are you watching Mexico? Are you watching USA Jamaica while smoking a blunt and playing some reggae? I'll be watching that and playing reggae tonight in Nashville. You want to think they'll be playing reggae in Nashville tonight? I think that Nashville, yeah. I mean, mostly it's going to be uh, country, but a lot of big they, soccer. They have, um, so there's your soccer update, and of course your Philadelphia, the, your Philadelphia Union, also playing tonight, and they're one of the surprise teams in the MLS this I year know, that nobody talks about. Now VAR, thank you, Bearcat AJ, uh, video assistant replay. Video assistant replay. Yes. Basically, a bunch of people in front of computer monitors, like Robin and I. Not having any idea what the hell's going on out there. However, it did help the U.S. yesterday against uh, the Brits because there was an offside that was like... Yeah, Sweden tied the game up. Part of the leg yep. that was offside, and they, they discounted Well, they got the call right. They called it offside initially, and then they went to review it, and they said, yes, it was offside, yeah. and it was offside by a little. But how about there's nothing bigger to do in soccer Nothing harder to do in any sport than to stop a penalty kick, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And the USA goalie, unbelievable. Unbelievable save. Yeah, because that's to tie the game. Remember, they, oh, all, yeah. they all tied it on a goal I that know. was called back because they were offside. Mm-hmm. Then they had another chance, and the USA goalie, unbelievable save. Because let's be honest. And it was a rocket. Yeah, and you have to hit it hard. Yeah. And everybody thinks it's easy to score on a soccer goal because you got a lot of net to shoot at. But that was a great save, and that saved the Americans' uh, season. We got baseball action, as I mentioned. Somebody just got hit by a pitch for your Detroit Tigers. And uh, it is nothing-nothing. We'll keep an eye on that one. No one's keeping an eye on that one. You got two teams pretty much trying to rebuild, but this guy, Cease, is pitching. Now, Tone 10. Cease, C-E-A-S-E. I think they should cease playing the game if you're the White Sox or the Detroit Tigers right now. Candelario is not happy. He just got hit on the hand with a pitch. He throws his helmet down. He is visibly, visibly shaken. And I'd be visibly shaken, too, if I had to play for the Detroit Tigers this summer. Tone 10 and Bearcat AJ are, are disagreeing that they're saying that that kick was terrible. Well, yeah, the kick was straight at her, but she still has to make the save. You know, we've seen goalies make a dive one way thinking the, the ball's going to go another way. It was a bad kick, yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. But you still have to make the save. You still have to be ready. Well, that was Japan, right? The, J- the Japanese uh, goalie just literally miscalculated. And a lot of goalies to, do that. They yeah. think somebody's going to go yeah. one way, and they go the other way, and they have no chance. Andre, Bla- uh, Andre Blake, the union goaltender, playing for Team Jamaica against the USA tonight. Jamaica, Come on. We have to play a little reggae, Robin. Uh, who do you want? Do you want The some White Sox be- are... Uh, the White Sox aren't decent. They're, they're in a rebuild. The White Sox aren't going anywhere this year. They know it. Their fans know it. The team knows it. They're just trying to get some young players and rebuild that mess. The Tigers have scored, though, and two runs have scored. And all of a sudden, the much-maligned Detroit Tigers against the vastly superior Chicago White Sox at Comiskey Field this afternoon. And that Cease guy has just desisted. Desisted. You get it? Cease and desist? The guy's the pitcher's last name is Cease, Robin. I get it. I get it. C e a s e, cease, and desist. The net is big, and let's be honest. The Americans that was a tough game for them yesterday. The chicks. It wasn't a cakewalk. 
But we'll be watching the Swedes and the Dutchies this afternoon, and we'll keep you up to date. we got NBA news to get on to. We've got uh, Jeff Green today, by the way. How about the Utah Jazz? Don't sleep on the Utah Jazz, Robin. Jeff Green has bailed from your Washington Wizards to sign a one-year veteran minimum contract with the Utah Jazz. He's no dummy. He sees, hey, Utah's got some skills. They got some talent. Guess who else went to the Utah Jazz? Who else? The guy who was the number seven overall pick just a couple of years ago by the Denver Nuggets. You remember when Emmanuel Moutier was the pick of the draft? Seventh pick. Everybody's saying, oh, this guy's going to be great. He's only 23 years old now, Moutier, and he's going to his third team because the Jazz signed him today to a one-year contract just as they did Jeff Green. So now Jeff Green, power forward, goes to Utah along with Moutier, who could be the backup point guard to Mike Conley Jr., who's pretty damn good. And you got Mike Conley, you got Bojan Bogdanovich going along with Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. That's a pretty good Utah Jazz team. So don't sleep on them in the West. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, you knew him, you loved him, you saw him in the John Wick movie, but you will not see him in a Sixer uniform anymore. Boban is gone now. No more Boban. Boban moves on from Philadelphia to the Dallas Mavericks. Signs a two-year, $7 million contract, Robin. You going to miss Boban? I'm going to miss that big lug. He will not be back at John Wick 4, though, because he got killed early in the movie. For, I, I don't want to spoil it for you. I'm going to miss Frankenstein. He's got a, he's got a brilliant movie career ahead of Yes, him, he does. There's no doubt that he will, any kind of monster movie, any kind of... Why does it have to be a monster, Rob? No. He could be a Bond villain. He can, yeah. He I could mean, be any a... kind of villain movie, exactly. any kind of... Doesn't mean he's a monster. Mis, misunderstood monster. Like, I mean, he, exactly. he's, he's, it's going to be fantastic. Speaking of movies, this is the fantastic Jimmy Cliff. We love Jimmy Cliff. The theme Cliff. song from one of Robin Williams' uh, most unwatched movies, Club Paradise. Well, it was a horrible movie. I loved it, though. It had, um, uh, oh, his name just went right through my brain. The, the British actor who I love. Why can't I think of him? Oh, I love this movie. Ricky Jervis? No, 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 no. I don't know. The old dude, um, white hair. Oh, famous, famous. Peter O'Toole. Okay. Peter O'Toole was in it. It was a great movie. Was there any nudity in it, at least? That wasn't the one yes. where, uh, where what's-her-face, uh, was wearing a corset. No, 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 no. You're Rosie thinking, O'Donnell. Yeah, what was that no. movie with Rosie O'Donnell? It was like uh, some, some resort yeah, was, also. Oh, what was that called? That was... That's the last time Rosie O'Donnell actually partially looked halfway yeah. not hideous. What was that movie? It was about uh, a... a, a like a swingers resort swingers or something, resort, right? Yeah. Exit to Eden. Yeah, Thank Exit you. to Eden. Which was really sad because I read the book. The, the book is hot and fantastic and a really great story. And then they Exit made the, to Eden, yeah. And then they made the movie and it was not hot. It was not. It was awful. <laughs> it was really. Rick Moranis and Eugene Levy from uh, SCTV yes. were in that. Yes. Thank you again, Bart. Such a. It was really funny movie. What Exit to Eden? No, Club Paradise. Oh, Club Paradise. Anyway, there's your uh, Jamaica update. We'll be watching Jamaica. And your your little taste of uh, 
some Rasta music. Rasta man. Rasta. Rasta. You may have to play a little more uh, Jamaican reggae music. It's a holiday weekend, Robin. As I we said to... yesterday, when you hear reggae music, you hear, uh, uh, what do you call it, steel drums. Uh-huh. You're automatically in vacation mode, are you yes. not? Now, you know, it's fu- so funny. We were speaking yesterday of Walkman. This, the the uh, soundtrack to Su- to Club Paradise, I had on a little cassette tape. Cassette tape oh, and I would wow. listen to this over and over and over again. I loved rocking out, riding, because I'd just gotten my driver's license at 16. And I uh, had a, um, so this was my first car at 18 years old. And so I was new driver. Did you, you, know? you didn't own it though, right? Yeah, no. So I got a new car. I got a. Um, I got a. Uh, Wait, but who buys a new car at eighteen? It wasn't new. It was new to me. Oh, okay. It was an old. Was ship- it a hoopty? It was a hoopty. It was a total. Okay. It was a ship brown uh, Honda Civic station wagon. The the floor under the passenger was all rusted seat out and was stuff. all rusted yeah, yeah. out. I had the same thing with and my fifty nine VW and I Bug. Put, I put several. Uh, pieces of cardboard down so if somebody sat down there their feet wouldn't I used to through. do that in my shoes I was so poor as a kid when you get a <laughs> yes. hole in your shoes you put cardboard down I, put in a, it, I would yeah. put cardboard in there uh-huh. because I would actually walk with the shoes with a hole in the middle of it and then uh, there would be a hole in my socks by yep. the end of the day when I walked to school two miles uphill in the rain, both snow, ways. and sleep, both ways. I did the same Back thing the I had my dad gave me a pair of cowboy boots so see here I so cowboy boots Obviously not. You couldn't buy them anywhere in the Netherlands. My dad gave me a pair of cowboy boots. I loved the crap out of those things. They were they were red suede cowboy boots, and I wore a hole in them. And I would stuff them with uh, ca- cardboard and straw. And I straw. Wore I just used to put cardboard yeah. in there. Well, we had straw laying. I would find an empty shoe box where I didn't have shoes in them to make the hole to put the cardboard under my shoes so I can not have a hole in it and wreck my stock socks. That's how poor I was. So I don't want to hear any bullshit about growing up rich and privileged. Nobody's walking around with, with uh, shoe holes anymore, are they? I don't think so. Well, and that's back when there was, that's back when shoemakers were everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can go get a new sole slapped on. Oh, here we go. What is it about steel drums? When you listen to steel drums, you cannot not have a smile on your face. I agree. You just get happy. Weekend at Bernie's help too. I mean, that's <laughs> This is seriously, it is one of those, you just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, baby, give me a, I now, now I need a painkiller. I know, I got to make a picture of painkillers this weekend. I got one of those igloo containers, not the real big ones that baseball players right. throw on each other at the end of games, but just a nice little red one. I think it's two gallons. And then you mix some painkillers in there. And it has yeah. the spigot on the outside. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Robin. Oh, this is uh, oh, this yeah, is this, this is, is the, from the. Uh, this was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, yes. But that was the. Yeah. That was the version by the great. You know who did that song? This um, song in the Beetlejuice. Yeah. Uh, Harry Belafonte. Harry Robin. Belafonte. That's well, one thing I haven't done. Air. Air steel drum. Yeah. Can you tell the difference between the Tony's? I'm asking everybody out there, everybody listening, can you tell the difference between Tony's steel drum versus his drums? His air drums versus his air steel drum. (laughs) See, it's the way you hold the sticks. Ah, yeah, yeah. 
Bearcat AJ's reminding us that 30 years ago this weekend, it was Weekend at Bernie's. Really? I missed it. I just watched the movie. In the Dominican Republic, you can now listen to steel drums while being locked inside a steel drum. Oh. Bah, 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 bah. Oh. oh. By the way, I want to thank uh, Jill. I always, I always, it looks like Jilly Girl, but it's not. I don't believe it's a girl. I think it is. No, I don't think it's a girl. No? No. It's J-L-Y-R-G-R. Thank you for the bits. Thank uh, to Coops Graham and all the other folks with the bits today. Don Conrad. Now, he uses an, uh, he uses a, uh, an emoji in his bits now. And it's a face. Is that him or Harry Mays? Ah, uh, let me see. And it's see. like somebody either giving you the finger or giving you a high. I can't tell what that is. But there are emojis that you can use for the bits, right? Correct. And that's, I believe, what David Conrad in Las Vegas does when he does it. Demeco just has the, the, pyram- the pyramids. They're all the same. You can use any different types yeah, of things. Yeah, I don't things. think it, it doesn't cost you any more, but you have access to different All bits. kinds of bits and emojis. Depending I mean, isn't that what life's all about now? Now, if you, if, if you are a subscriber, <laughs> you have access to more things. If you are a follower, then you can still give bits, but it's not, you don't get all the fun stuff that's associated with it. So it is free to listen, but if you want the extra, extra stuff, juice. extra juice, then you subscribe and you, um, you can either subscribe to your, through your Amazon mm-hmm. account and get the Twitch Prime for free and subscribe to us on a monthly basis. And you have to resubscribe every month. It'll send you a little reminder. Go, hey, do you still want to subscribe to Bruno Nation Live? And of course you say yes. Mm-hmm. And then it just like deposits that um, subscription into your account and our account. and uh, But there are other ways of subscribing as well, even if you don't have Amazon Prime. And um, those are tiered subscribers. And then it gives you even more extra fun Beautiful. stuff. And listen, $4.99 a month. You're like, oh, do I really want to subscribe? $4. Wouldn't you want to buy us a drink? Yeah. Like, since we're listening to all this steel drama, it's like, it's less than buying us a drink at the bar. And that's only for, that's for a whole month, not it's for an one day. a month. You go to a bar tonight, and you're going to pay $7 for a crappy beer somewhere. But if you have Amazon Prime, it doesn't cost you anything. I know. To be a subscriber. Get so anyway, no. and I want to thank, so David Conrad now has one where he's like face planning. So is that his own picture? No, I think that there's other, there are other I'm trying to identify the there. face. Because he's you got can't a, really see what it is. It's somebody either giving a thumbs up or flipping the bird. Mm-hmm. And then it's another one, There's a guy a doing a face palm, a face plant. Yeah. And if you are a subscriber to the uh, Bruno Nation, there are actual Tony Bruno, Bruno Nation uh, uh, what do emojis. You call emojis. Emojis. Beautiful. So you can do those as well. You find on there Bruno Nation Live. There are emojis for Bruno. And um, the emojis, I will, I, let me see if I add them to here. I will do them so that you can see which ones they are. They are a serious Bruno face. Mm-hmm. There is a... Uh, which is very rare because you never really see resting serious Bruno face anywhere. Yes. So Unless these, I'm drunk or sleeping. These are the different ones. So, that's oh, so the, you got... What's the first one where I'm like looking mad? Yeah, is that mad? Kind of like a serious, serious Bruno. Mm-hmm. There's a Bruno 007. Bond Bruno. Bond Bruno. Bruno. There's a Heisen Bruno. Mm-hmm. Uh, your Heisenberg look. And then there's... A, Bruno Obvious for Cap. That's when you were dressed as Captain. Oh, Captain Obvious, yeah. yeah. And 
And then you have the um, your uh, Mad Hatter. That's the Mad. Oh, I thought I thought it was a carrot top there. Yeah, that's Bruno Bruno Hatter. That was when we were at Disney one time, and you took a photograph with the Mad Hatter hat that had the wig attached. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, when we came out of a ride, because every time you go to Disney, you come out of any attraction, you go right into a gift store. Yeah, brilliant marketing. And then you don't really buy anything, but you always put like stuff on and and I take take pictures. pictures. Exactly. I will buy you guys drinks, but no quaaludes, though, okay? No, no, I don't want any kind of stuff in the drink. No, no, no Mickey's being slipped in there. 91 Sixer says, the serious Bruno looks like a cross between John Gruden and Tong Po. Who's Tong Po? I don't know him. I don't know him. But we should add some, I should ask some, add some Miss Robins in there. Because exactly. There's a, there's a lot of, like, male emojis, but not so many female emojis I, agree. I it's saw an on outrage. Twitch. It is an outrage. Um, and Wait, John Jay is on the Chicago White Sox. I was wondering where he went. We um we also have several new followers. M Patron twenty six started. Oh, following I love Patron. Us. Is that the? Uh, speaking of alcohol, we got to get to the big story when we thank all the yes. new people. Yes, ninety eight burp. Ninety eight burp. burp. Oh, not burp. burp. Come on. Ninety eight burp started mm-hmm. following us, and then Joner eighty four, not Joneser. Joner eighty four subscribed with Prime. Good job there, Joner. Beautiful. And Magical Marcy Bear also subscribed with Magical Prime. Marcy Bear? Yeah. Is that a woman? I, I don't know. We have a lot of women listening I know we to do, but I, I mean, you know, you can't tell by some of the names. I know, I know. They should have like little identifications. And also, if you. What happens if you want to, don't want to. What about if you're binary or non binary? If you're, if you're, if you're a man identifying as a woman or a woman identifying as a man, that would get way too complicated. I know, Tony. I know. It's hard enough but just to you, figure out the two. Uh, if we know you through Twitter, let us know what your Twitter handle is it is as well, so that we can kind of match the two. Exactly, because we're all family in here. Yes, it's like going to the Olive Garden. It's the unlimited update bowl that you get here. Speaking of that, we have a Florida update, and while we're talking about tequila, how about the big story last night that developed. Unbelievable, yes. There are people crying today. And obviously, it's a serious thing. I don't believe anyone was injured. But well, a warehouse down in Kentucky, in Louisville. In Versailles, Kentucky. Right, right outside of Louisville, where, the, where our own buddy, Luigi Curto, went down there last year to the... Uh, now, this is not the... Was this the Jack Daniels or the Jim Beam? Jim Beam. This is Jim Beam. I have video. Hold on a second. So I'm there's a, gonna... the Jim Beam warehouse where they store... And obviously age all of their bourbon. Luigi went to the Jack Daniels, which is down there as well. But the Jim Beam Brewery, massive fire last night. I mean, huge. Yep. Destroying. I think I have audio here. Let's go so... to the yeah, let's go to the tape and get an update on this, Robin. This is the Jim Beam warehouse, not the yeah. Jim Beam uh, the distillery part, but the warehouse where they store where they store all the finished. Stuff. And Jack Daniels is in Tennessee, not in Louisville, Kentucky. Wow, that doesn't sound good, does it? So maybe we don't have audio, so we're just going to talk about it. So right, this we have is, video, though, right? This is uh, the barrels uh, that you see. That all the Jim Beam all barrels. All the Jim Deem, Beam barrels. And as you know, bourbon is highly flammable. Yeah. Alcohol. So it is gone. It is Did gone. Did they say how many barrels were destroyed? Uh, let me see. Jack Daniels, are they, are they in Lynchburg, Tennessee? Um, I believe they are. Yeah. So let's see. Because um, I didn't have a lot of time to research it, I saw the video, but I, I was so uh, into the all the other sports content and watching and it's games, not just watching one Wimbledon. barrel wa- uh, warehouse, but two barrel wall. I can't say that. Two, two barrel warehouses caught fire around 11:30 last night. 
Um, the crews were able to put one out, but the other just kept burning for hours. That you just saw there a moment ago was the scene from this morning where it was still smoldering. Um, there is other video. Now, Mila Kunis was not inside the warehouse sipping uh, Jim Beam. Now, you know what's going to happen. It is Lynchburg. That's where the, that's where the Lynchburg lemonades mm-hmm. came from, Robin. Lynchburg, Tennessee. Have you been to Lynchburg, Tennessee, Robin? I have not. It's an outrage. Now, you know what's going to happen. It's uh, so 45,000 barrels 45, of bourbon. 45,000 barrels of Jim Beam on the wall. Have been destroyed. Wow. Um, they, like I said, they caught fire around 1130. Uh, 45,000 barrels? Barrels, not bottles. Barrels. No, no, barrels. barrels. And a barrel is 55 gallons, if I'm not mistaken. And how many, how many bottles come out of a barrel? And then you do the math. I know. Wow. You know that this is going to drive the pricing up of the ones that are already oh, out there. Oh, of course. Yeah. This is this is all their future. This is the only factory they have now. This is where they. This is the only gym. It's not like Coca Cola and Pepsi where there's there's yeah there's places all over the place and they make the soda everywhere. There's not just one. It's like Budweiser has yeah. has distilleries all over the place, refineries, whatever they're called. But Jim Beam, I'm not mistaken. This is their only location. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can see it. You can see on on your video, Tony. Um, yeah. That it was it was intense. It was dramatic, and very sad. I know that. Who else? Who the, Who do we know that drinks Jim Beam? Is it Corrado? No, he's a Jack Daniels guy. I mean, you know, they're both great. Oh, our looking. friends Kathy and Jerry. Kathy and Jerry. Jerry is a Jim big Beam is quality. Jack yes. Daniels is quality. It's quality bourbons. And you go to Tennessee and you go to Kentucky. And that's bourbon country. Although, you know, there's people all over the world who are distilling bourbons as well and whiskeys. And even the Japanese have won some major awards distilling the things that we were experts at. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're very good at it. So it's not like it's a secret. But obviously, when you talk about Jim Beam and, and Jack Daniels and even some of the other brands, these people know how to do it right. There are more barrels of bourbon than the population of the state of Kentucky in Kentucky. Did you know that, Robin? That is good distillery knowledge right there. So that's, that's a sad story, and we'll see what happens as far as the pricing. of. I bet you people are running out now and buying out all the, all the remaining stock Yeah, because if uh, you're a Jim Beam fan, right? If you're smart, uh, you would buy it now because as soon as they figure out how much was lost and, and what their cost is going to be, those prices are definitely going to go up. Now, of course, the, where they, where they uh, distill alcohol, bourbon, scotch, all the other spirits, they're distilleries where they make the beers, breweries. So like I mentioned, Budweiser has breweries all over the country and all over the world. And Coors, Coors is in Colorado, but I'm sure they have other breweries. And uh, wow. I mean, the, uh, oh, and then here you can see the river, you know, because they Did talk about... the river about, turn uh, bourbon? You can see how black the river is from it having smoldered. Yeah, because so you got the all the... river was on fire. Well, because you have all the alcohol, then you also yeah. have the barrels, which are oak. And the oak barrels, barrels which are soaked with alcohol and mm-hmm. bourbon, so they become basically ash after all is said and done. Yeah. Wow, that's awful. And no well, one was hurt, hopefully, think, right? Uh, as far as I know right now, it's, they are saying that they don't think anybody got hurt. The firefighters were absolutely fantastic on this because when this is, you talk about an accelerant. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
this and is... you have to put water on it. I know that you know some people you can't do you know with with guy with right. with grease fires with you grease can't fires, use anything water. Anything with oil, right? You can't involved, do. You don't do that because that causes the the oil floats on top and then it just carries the fire to different locations. So you de- never ever ever want to do that. But with alcohol, you want to dilute it as much as possible and then just wait for it to burn off. Yep. Let the effort burn, as they said, and the roof yeah. is on fire. You got to let it burn. There's no yeah. way you can stop it and no. save the barrels. Nope. Nobody's running in there to roll out the barrels to save them. It's just amazing. I mean, both warehouses. And that's the problem when you have that kind of flammable material is that once it starts, it's pretty hard to, to keep yeah. the uh, – and, and by the time the firefighters get there, and these barrels are exploding now. You know, the fire is oh, exploding yeah. the other barrels – and so it becomes an out-of-control conflagration. And it, just, it just, one catches the other, catches the other, catches the other. Now, it'll be interesting to see what they determine the cause was. And I, I hate to be a downer, Debbie Downer here, but I bet you there was some smoking involved. Somebody's, even though they say there's all over, it says no smoking, no smoking. I bet you somebody tried to sneak one in. Uh, the last time I smoked, it was smoking in the boys' room. And uh, you weren't allowed to do that either. You remember that song, Robin? Yes, Smoking I do. Smoking in the boys' room. It came out when I think I was in high school. Meanwhile, no, I don't know when there it are came people out. out there talking. Red Stag, favorite Jim Beam product, our buddy AJ in Cincinnati. And speaking of Cincinnati, how about that Reds game last night with your first place Milwaukee Brew Crew? Christian Yelich hit his 31st home run last night. 31 home runs already. Yeah, give me a little smoking in the boys. I'm not making light of a major fire, no. so to speak. Light, you get it? Major fire. They say it could have been lightning too, Robin. Oh, maybe. Had an indie set. Although they have thoroughbred. A thousand four says, luckily the White Irish Rose Distillery is unscathed, so his weekend is secured. Smoking ain't allowed. No, but fighting is and uh, all that kind of crap. All right, as we like to say, or as my buddy Todd Glass would go do when he has his band playing. There you go. <laughs> How's that? That was perfect. That was good. White Sox have scored a run now, and it's a 2-1 ball game at uh, whatever the hell they call Comiskey Field these days. I can't keep track of the ballpark names. I'm just calling them what they used to be named. Just like golf tournaments, like last weekend, the Rocket Mortgage event. I get corporate sponsorships. I love it. Yes, Robin's raising her hand. Tony, I have a bourbon update. We have a bourbon update? Yes, I do. Let's go to a woman who enjoys her uh, uh, her brown liquors. Not as much as Brown Liquor Johnny, one of our good friends. And get a bourbon desk update from your correspondent, Miss Robin. I don't know if this is his name, but this is a representative of Jim Beam named Beam Suntory. Do you huh? think his real first name is Beam, or is that a position? Not former Mayor A. Beam of New York. I don't know, but this is what he's, he's being referenced as Beam Suntory said that you do not need to worry. The warehouse that was destroyed containing 45,000 barrels of relatively young whiskey from mm-hmm. the Jim Beam mash bill. Mm-hmm. 
Given the age of the lost whiskey, this fire will not impact the availability of Jim Beam for consumers. Oh, that's awesome news right there. So this was oh, young, phew. young bourbon. Yes. Which means that it's not like just ready to start bottling because right. it's aged long enough. And so they'll just crank out more product. So this means that... Uh, three years from now, it's going to affect <laughs> the Jim Beam. Well, no, I mean, because there's so much product. Yeah. And obviously, they, they sell it worldwide. The fact that the major guy at Jim Beam, whose first name is Beam? That's what, that's what they're saying. Beam Suntory. Not Sid Bream, the former Pittsburgh Pirate outfielder who threw out Barry Bonds from left field back in the day. He was an Atlanta Brave outfielder who threw out Barry Bonds as a Pittsburgh Pirate. Here is his, Pack in the day. Again, it was unclear what caused the fire, though the statement from Beam Century referenced early reports of lightning strike. Although is Beam would, Century a person's name, or is that like I the know, main I, Beam I person? Don't know. If it is his real name, then how ironic is it that his parents called, named him Beam and now he works for Jim Beam? Back on the Beam <laughs> with the music machine, with the bourbon machine. Beam Century. The Zima plant, though, is safe, and uh, so you'll have your plenty of Zima this weekend for those of you who partake. Alizé also has not been affected. Now, and you know, I don't drink Alizé, Robin. No, but, but the bitches do. But the bitches do. Exactly. <laughs> Although I'm not. Apparently, I I ain't no bitch because I don't drink that shit. Uh, <laughs> By the way, it's Beam, not Bream. Sid Bream is not Beam. I gave you the most iconic Beam ever, not the balance Beam or the unparalleled Beams or the parallel Beams. Abe Beam. Do you remember Abe Beam, Robin? Mayor of New York City? No, I do not. Then I hate to do it to you. I get one of those. Hey, we're almost two hours into the show. This is a new world record, Robin. Three, two hours. What's happened this week and the fact that you've gone almost two hours without a bump, bump, de bump? By the way, I want to... Not wanna, beam me up Scotty, Robin. No, not Not that me. kind of beam. I want to complain. I want to complain about your... Even though you didn't give me one of those... You kind of implied one of those about me trying to rearrange everything last night. And I, didn't, I, I never imply. I know I imply. I don't infer. There's a difference between infer and imply. I never imply. I absolutely, I absolutely convict. Yes. There's no Im- implication involved. Well, Tony Bruno, I want you to take that back because we have we have tons of equipment that we're constantly adding to yes, and we exactly. have so and many i give cables. you amazing credit all the time for all the work you do and how dedicated you are to getting this stuff fixed we have so many cables and they just clutter up the desk and they're all over the place and so last night i had a brilliant idea because i knew that we were uh, wait is this breaking news again we were replacing <laughs> a a piece of equipment so i had to get to the cables anyway so i wanted i I'm I'm a huge stickler on cables not being crossed because and and being jumbled all over the places and mm-hmm. and having no it's all them. very well organized now Robin so it's, this I tell I you I know chief engineers at radio stations that I worked at they would come in here and they would ejaculate at the way that you put together most of them were lonely guys anyway you know when they were like geeks Oops, but they would ejaculate sorry. at the wiring and the configurations. And not just I apologize stuff down for there. the uh, the uh, uh, ride that I just took everybody on. So Robin's um, got one of the cameras on now. Again, it is not flawless, but it is not what you would call. You know when you get cords, your fishing line all tangled up, and you call it a, a bird's nest. Yes, it's not a bird's nest. It's not me. a rat's nest, bird's rat's nest, whatever. Nest, so what nests. I did 
And this is thanks to the fabulous Ed Nasta. So mm-hmm. now I'm going to need another one of these because I was going to make an Ed table out of it. But this is an a... Ed table? Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, How about we call it the Ed table? Actually, whoever's on the line, I'm going to just uh, put you on hold for a minute without even oh, answering it. Box? So this is going to be... So it's an Insignia wine box. Right, it's an Insignia wine box. From 2005. Still, it still has a shipping label on the side, which I need to take off, and I'm probably going to stain it at some point. Mm-hmm. But you can see the Insignia right here... And Robin used the actual top door on right. the wine box and made it slanted. And so she gets so, she got out the grouter, she got out the uh, the miter box, she used the, she used angles to the dangle. Yeah. So on the back here, Tony, uh, let's see if you can. She even put she even put uh, so right she even put what do you call it on there? Hinges. Yes, I put hinges. She's even hinged the thing. So this 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 has a hinge on it, and I made little legs back there. Now we've there. been unhinged on this show. And so the main part of the board is in there with all the cables and the the connections are underneath here. Then what I control is here at a slant. So now I have a nice, clean surface. Oh, that is beautiful, and Robin. And then I added this piece right here. This is a this is a rack, and I bent it a little bit so that I can put the computer that I run, my secondary computer. To block computer. my view of the TV well, set where I'm watching the live action. I wasn't action. trying to do that. But I now have room, and it's not all over the place, and it's not going to fall over. You have more room, and it made me happy. No, Insignia is not the best buy brand of, of tables and st- cables. No, this no, is no. Insignia wine box, yes. a wooden wine box. What was oh, in that bo- in box? What was in the box was wine, not Insignia cables. Correct. And the White Sox rallying now, and all of a sudden, here comes another run, and he is out of the plate. Just horrific base running by the Chicagoland area White Sox. That is just, whoever the third base coach should be dismissed. Cordell from Cordell and Cordell, who's not licensed in the state of uh, Illinois, just tried to score and was out by a mile at the home play. Now, Tony, we do have a phone call. I have no idea because I just took it blind. Uh, Crowder. Let's go to the phones. Hello, who's on the air? Jim from Cheltenham. Hey, Jim, it's the official archivist of the Tony Bruno Show on the day before the 4th of July. How are you, Jim? How are you doing, Tony? Um, last, I was listening to your show on Friday night, and what was the problem you had at Chick-fil-A's? Had a problem there? Uh, there was an unfortunate, uh, there was a brawl. There were two people fighting because there were people who can't stand in line, and somebody gets in front of line, and instead of saying, go ahead, you're, you're in a hurry, which I would do and say, hey, if you're in a hurry, go right ahead of me. I'm not in a hurry. Uh, it was like, why are you getting in front of me? And then it became a v- fight, and it was ridiculous. ridiculous. Uh, I heard that. So that's some, just unbelievable this day and age to have something like that to happen. Well, no, it happens all the time. People are impatient. Yeah. You know, they just it, it, they just don't want to have somebody do something or disrespect their space. And you're standing in line for a chicken sandwich. You can't wait. You can't wait 30 more seconds. And you know how fast the lines move at Chick-fil-A? Yeah. It's not like you're going to stand there for an hour. And so the fact that somebody got mad because somebody got in front of them in line and it results in a fight and then people come running in, taking their shirts off and beating people senseless, I don't get it, man. I don't understand. I don't get it. I'm just from a different era, I guess. Me too. I mean, I, you know, I used to get upset when people got in front of me. I'd say, go ahead. I wouldn't say, cash me outside or things like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what people do now. That cash me outside, how about that chick, has really made this country unsafe. Because now it's always about somebody says something to you, you want to take them outside and beat them up. And last night, a great pitch game by Noah last night. Oh, phenomenal. It was like a hymn of 2018, Noah. It really was. I mean, that was dominance. And you could see it, too. And you can tell when a pitcher is sharp. I mean, he was throwing the same thing with Naris, the closer. He, went, he threw nothing but fastballs. And he usually, you know, he throws that splitter and 
But I, I'll tell you what, A.J. Riamulto is, uh, is, uh, is, is an all-star for the second straight year. But that guy called a great game, and especially in the bullpen with Naris, who went in there and got an absolutely hey. perfect one. Well, two, he was very three. healthy. He hasn't pitched since Thursday. And, and, the, and the calling of that inning just between more fastballs than a split finger pitch was the difference. Exactly right. Now, that was a great. And the Braves, as I said earlier, they are just. There's nobody was hotter in the month of June. Yeah. And how about, you know, guys like Josh Donaldson and, and Freddie Freeman. Nobody in baseball had a better month of June than Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Nobody could get him out. I mean, he was absolutely red hot the entire month. Yeah. And that, the way the Phillies shut down, and the Braves never get shut down. So that was an impressive win. Does it mean anything in the long scheme of things? They pick up a game. they got a lot of games left against them. And as bad as they are against the Miami Marlins, who they can't beat, it seems, the Phillies are 6-2 are and two against the Atlanta Braves this year. I know. Um, yesterday, I think you were playing from the July 2nd game of 1993. That is correct. The one where the Phillies, a doubleheader with the Padres that went till 4.40 in the morning. And I know you were awake watching it just like I was, uh, yeah. too. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, people don't realize that game was on something we don't have anymore called Prism Television. It was like a pay TV service. Exactly right. Where they had the squiggly porn movies late night that you try yeah. to hope, wait for that to freeze. And was that Jim? It wasn't Jim Barniak, was it? No, that game was... Barniak just passed away a year earlier. Okay. He had like a strange illness that he died. He was only 50 years old. And a great, he was a great writer. Great and a broadcaster, great, great writer. For he was a great thing. writer first for the Philadelphia Bulletin and then made the transition to great broadcaster, which a lot of guys don't do. I mean, there's not a lot of them now, but back then, writers didn't really transition into great broadcasters, although, you know, there's a lot in Philly who were writers and broadcasters. When yeah, you he, think start, of, he started doing the Eagles games with um, Mel Reese in the 1980s. And at the NFL championship game, he did the... Exactly. Um, no, I love Jim Barniak. Great guy, great reporter, great broadcaster, and, and a great friend. But then was, when he passed away, they had Chris Wheeler doing the play-by-play, and that was other guy was Jay Johnstone. They played Jay every day? Jay Johnstone, who was he, in he, the he, Naked he did, Gun I movies? I think he did only for about two years, I think he did it. Wow. Prison only did 30 games a year. Right, right. 30 home games, you know. Because I was trying to, because at first I thought it was Whitey Ashburn. No, he was. Now that's the point I got. That was the TV version that was on YouTube, but YouTube does not have the radio version. Okay, okay. But so the radio. I do. So the radio version was Jay Johnstone. No, no, that's TV. Oh, that was a TV version. Jay Johnstone, and former Chris Dodger Wheeler. great. Remember, Jay, Jay Johnstone was a character. He played for the Dodgers, played for the Phillies. He was in the Naked Gun movie. Yeah. You know, good-looking guy. He was always on TV. And so it was Jay Johnstone and Chris Wheeler on that clip that we played yesterday from 4.40 a.m. You have the radio call. I have the radio version. Very, and the radio version is not on YouTube. Okay. But unfortunately, I have it. You want to hear it now? Uh, no, so this is, uh, this is uh, Harry Callis, right? Harry Callis, the, last, last, the big hit at the end of the game. Let's go to the tape. This is July 2nd, 1993, 4.40 a.m. I'm the pitch. Flying to the base hit! On an RBI hit by Mickey Poe. <laughs> the bells of water six to five and ten on the wild things. RBI hit. Can you believe it? Wow, Mitchie Poo, that's right, the great Mitch Williams, and that's why he called him Mitchie Poo, and Pete Incavilia scores. So we had the video version yesterday, and I'm glad. I knew you would have the audio version. Yeah. I knew I, you would have that, Jim. I think it was over 4 for The thing about that is 
the clubs on Delaware Avenue were emptying at 2, and they'd start coming to the ballpark because they were letting everybody in for free. Exactly. I remember it vividly so like the, it was the, yesterday. The bottom of the bottom level was completely full. <laughs> <laughs> 4.30, 4.40 in the morning. No, and, you know, and, and, and I, I talked about it yesterday where there was no curfew. You know, the, the no, National, National League. League. American League had a curfew. The National League didn't have a curfew. Exactly. But I think the National League has one now. Like, they'll never play another oh, yeah, game. Now that will not ha- after, the, after that game, they didn't, this never happened again. Now, Whitey Ashberg, as you mentioned, because, you know, Harry's doing the Harry Cows, and they were both screaming, A, because it was exciting, and B, because it was 4.40 in the morning, and Whitey wanted to get the hell out of there. But that, that, was, that was great, great stuff, man. Okay, everybody was probably punch drunk by then. Oh, yeah. I mean, 4.40. But you know what's uh, It was fun watching that stuff because you didn't know when it was going to yeah. end. And you didn't want it to end. Now it's past 2. Now it's 3 o'clock. Now all of a sudden it's 4 o'clock, and you're thinking, wow. This, it, it, it may be sunrise. They may be playing when the sun rises. <laughs> That's that so crazy. <laughs> awesome stuff. How about that Pete in Cavalia? Uh, yeah, he, he ran me with the ball right under the outfield's glove, went right with the wall so he could score it easily. Yeah, no, and how about Mitch Williams? The wild thing, Mitchy Poo. That was, whole year was crazy. That, that was, was a crazy year. That was one of the craziest teams in Philly's history. They didn't win the World Series, but they were hard to dislike. You know, they just had a bunch of characters who just went out there and had fun, and the fans loved them. You know, and that, that team came out of nowhere. They're, the Phillies weren't a dynasty building up like the 80 team, which was a great team that started from the beginning, or like the 08 Phillies, who started together as a young core, you know, with, with all the great guys who moved on up and helped that team win a, a World Series and went to a back-to-back. Or now maybe like this team with a young core that's trying to eventually get there. That 93 team was just a ragtag bunch of guys, man, and they were fun to watch. Now, today's soccer game today, do you like the Dutch? Well, they're underway now. Now, you know, Robin is a Dutchie, and uh, I like the Swedish bikini team. The Swedes are favored. I haven't seen the betting line, but I'm sure the Swedes are favored. They beat Germany, which was a big, big deal. And so we're underway. We're two minutes in in the second minute. Robin has not even put her Nederland uh, jersey on, which is ridiculous. That's a bad omen right there, Robin. I'm putting it on right now, but it's a little bit hot down here, Tony, because you turned the air. I'll crank it back up again. You know, I think the Swedish, the Swedes, the, remember, the Dutch have never been this far as far as a woman's team. Oh, no, never, the never. Dutch men are great, obviously. They're, they're a dynasty for all years. But the Dutch women, as far as soccer is concerned, they've never been this far. So for them, this is, does that mean they can't win? You know what happens in these games. I mean, they stay hang in there and they get more confidence. But the Swedish team is definitely better. And when you knock out Germany, who many thought was the best team in the tournament, next to the Americans, you know, you've done something. Okay, Tony, have a, you two have a great 4th of July holiday. You too, Jim. Thank you so much, buddy. Take Be care. safe out there, and uh, don't do any fireworks in the backyard. <laughs> I do that. Too many parkway fireworks I look at. Exactly right. <laughs> Bye, Jim. There he is, the great Jim in Cheltenham. Let's give him a round of applause. i got to get out of here. I think I'm going to lose No, no, not yet. It's, it's, it's too early. So there you have it. Now, I, I'm all dressed up now, Tony. I'm ready to see. And they're even wearing their orange today, so it's appropriate. How do you say it's too hot? I can't put a jacket on. To support my team, Robin. No. What would happen back in the day when the Phillies and baseball uniforms were all made out of wool? Not just baseball. Baseball guys had woolen uniforms or polyester, which was nasty and hot. Yes. Well, this is, I think, polyester. (laughs) No, but that looks comfortable. It is comfortable, actually. And you got the and those logos, by the way, of the back-to-back people. What are they called again? The kappa. The kappa. You got them on both shoulder sleeves and right above your uh, left breast. Or is that the right breast? Looking from from my that's from looking my right. from that's look it's your left breast to me, but it's your bright breast to you. Yes, 
if you're looking, if you're scoring at home, and and she's got the the Dutch flag up there, which is red, white, and blue. Now, is that a racist Dutch flag or is that an acceptable Dutch flag? Uh, I've never heard of it being referred to as a racist Dutch flag. Well, sooner or later, somebody will dig something up and determine that that was racist because, as I mentioned earlier, the Dutch, the Spaniards, the Brits, they were all conquerors and and colonizers, weren't they? This is not an American version. This is the Dutch version because it says Nederlands, not Netherlands. Exactly right. That's legit. Yes. That's too legit to quit. See, right there. Did you get that in the Netherlands or did you buy it here at, like, Stephen Barry's? Uh, I got this one in the Netherlands. So that's a legit, real Dutch, yes. Nederland. I've had it for a long time. It's not a jersey, though. It's a zip-up jacket. I wouldn't call that. It's like a warm-up jacket, right? Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's not a jersey. It's not a sweater. No. It's not, with the, it's not an actual uniform. Now, I have actual no, this is uniform. A fan, yeah, this is a fan uh, Did you get jacket. it at Fanatics? No. <laughs> hey, Tony, we have another phone call. Don't know who it is. Let's have go you- back to the phones. Let's go to, who do we have on the line? Hello, it's Mike. Mike, Brian Mike. What's up? Hey, Mike, how are you? Man, you're like calling us every day I'm, now. I love it, man. This is, <laughs> you know, you guys give me a few hours of sanity for once. You know what I mean? Well, we give ourselves a few hours of insanity, and then we, just, and then we crash into a, <laughs> hey, then, we, then we fall into a heap, a gelatinous heap. <laughs> And start the weekend. We like we like the Blob coming out of the theater in Phoenixville in the movie The Blob. Down in Phoenixville, yeah, right, right on uh, uh, right on twenty three, yeah. Exactly on, right. On, We've not, been there. Road. Remember what's the name of the, the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville? The Colonial the- Theater. I've never been there, Tone. I lived in Pottstown for about I want to say about six years, seven years. But and I've as soon as the show ends, do- Mike. Robin and I become gelatinous blobs, and we just pour out into the streets here, <laughs> right on the East Pass Yonk Avenue. And the neighbors come right. up and said, ah, oh, there's more gunk in the street. That's okay. We're used to it. We live here. There's always shit in the streets here. By the way, yeah, speaking of w- daily, Mike, I need to ask everybody out there, because I keep forgetting, we got sent a fantastic uh, atomic studio clock that uh, Tony had asked. And, and On the there wish was list. No, and there was no label inside the package Yeah, we don't know who Amazon. sent it to us, but we thank them. So we want to thank them, well, and we thank them sort of, but I want to make sure that I actually give do where I think it was an atomic blonde that sent it to us so so who who sent us the fantastic clock that Tony wanted so badly in the studio so that he can yeah I want to know I want to give props I well it wasn't me because uh, first of all I can't look at it anyway but (laughs) no I I, that's awesome um I don't know who it could have been I mean how does this wish list thing work because I I'm dying for some stuff on Amazon you know what I my favorite show of all time is the original Law and Order with Jerry Orbach, and I cannot find it on Hulu. I cannot find it on Netflix. It's all SVU, SVU. It's like, come on already! Like, it's got to be available somewhere. I mean, everything. There's like well, 500 apps now where you can. Hulu has got live sports, by the way. In what case was you the show know. that you were looking for? Yeah. The original Law I'm and Order. For the original Law and Order with Jerry Orbach and uh, Benjamin Pratt, season seven. My favorite episode of all time is in season seven. It's a, it's called the trilogy. It's a three part episode about uh, they find this um, studio director that's they find her body in the East River, uh, and it's a three part episode because they have to go and fight the California courts for extradition, and they have to, um, you know, it's a whole big thing. But it's really well. If you want to pay, if you want to pay, there is the complete Law and Order uh, seasons one through twenty. Um, on DVD. On uh, DVD for $138 on eBay. It's 104 discs. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
I don't, That's too much yeah, law and order for me. Who has who has it? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm well, sure people do. I'm people like people like my boy. Uh, big shout out to Jim in Collinsville. I can imagine what his house looks like. A bunch of um, cassette tapes and stuff sitting in the living room, you know, or just ready at his disposal uh, of your memories. And uh, that whenever he calls in, it reminds me of um, when I went to Power 99 years ago. I had the pleasure. Uh, experience of going to Power 99 back in oh the early 90s and mid 90s and you walked in the studio on Dominant Lane and there was a uh, the, I mean this is back when they used the carts for commercials yes. and all kinds of stuff I actually worked with WFIL remember moved from City Line Avenue to, to uh, Domino Lane and I worked in both the roundhouse building on City Line and also <laughs> the studios on Domino Lane which basically was right underneath all the antennas we were right in yes. the middle of the oh. antenna farm where all the television and radio antennas are Yep. That, now that's uh, Power Ninety Nine used to be at Four Forty Dominant Lane. They moved to I think they moved they moved in the same building with WDAS if I'm correct, right off uh, in uh, Paramount Park. Or I know, can't keep track. Of, for example, WIP, the CBS stations, which are now Intercom, they've moved like six yeah. times since I worked there. I know. You know, they keep moving <laughs> around, and they're, they're, I don't even know where they are anymore. They don't even know where they are anymore. They were, uh, I miss when YSD. I miss it when YSP and Channel 3 were right there at Fifth and Market. And then, you know, back when YSP played the Howard Stern in the morning, rock. By the way, YSP I can't get you the law and order, but I can give you just this little taste for you okay. right now, Mike. So you're listening? Yes. There you go. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yo, I have it. Yo, you won't believe this. It's funny. I have that. I have that in my phone. I have my ringtone is the Law and Order, bum, bum, uh-huh. and then when you text me, it does that same thing. That bum bum. Uh, I was at my buddy's house one time, and my phone. Somebody sent me a text, and it went dung dung. And my buddy's mom's like, "Oh my god, is that is that Law and Order?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "You got it." I was like, she could, And then my is that the most iconic song? Is that the most iconic? Little blip from blurb from any TV show that you can remember, Robin. I now have the answer as to why Law and Order is not streaming and you can't find it anywhere. Why? Because it would not be digitally remastered. No, it is because Law and Order switched networks several times throughout the season, and to stream the entire series, you anybody that wanted to have the rights to it would have to purchase from different. So it was on NBC most of the right. run, right? And then, and then, yeah. so it kept switching. So to be able to do that, and, and because the collection is so extensive, it was one of the longest running and most. Uh, it has. Well, is it still on? They has the SUV yeah. and SVU, and, uh, yeah. and so the price tag is so okay. huge that yeah. no, but no streaming service is willing to pay. That is an out. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. It is because just because it went to USA. Okay, when, when they switched, they had Criminal Intent, for example, on NBC. Then it went to, then it went over to USA. Now, uh, there's a channel called WETV. It's Women's Entertainment, whatever. Um, they show the entire original. That's the only channel that shows the original Law and Order. But I'm so spoiled. To, I don't want commercials. I had it on DVD at, at one time. Well, Robin uh, has the answer. Unfortunately, yeah. the answer is that it's there because. All the and you know these all these streaming services and Hulu and then NBC sure. and they're all now I'm not going to run this anymore. We're going to take this off. No. And then they want you to buy all these fifty different services mm-hmm. so that you can get certain shows. 
Well, that, you know, it is crazy. So here's what you need to do is put my... Put it out on our chat stream and ask if anybody has a pirated version of the uh, the. Wait a minute! Isn't that against the law, Robin? Isn't that criminal intent? No, that's the other episode. That was another one of the. uh, But I'm sure that somebody somewhere out there can help you. That'd be great because, uh, well, first of all, I have to learn how to chat on your thing, on your, um, on your uh, Twitch thing. Yeah, I'm sure that they uh, have some kind of a, a Twitch. Service for the blind. I would. I would think that they well, would have to. Well, when I come down next week, I, I have a couple questions for you. Anyway, uh, I, I plan on coming down there, like like I said, next week. So uh, I'm going to have somebody help me send you an e- uh, uh, help me send you an email about what day I'm coming in and all that stuff. And I want to have you look at my phone and that kind of thing. Absolutely. That up right. You know. All right, we'll stay in touch over the All weekend, right. and we'll see you next week. Okay, Mike, thanks right, so much. Course. There he is, Blind Mike, Bye-bye. ladies and gentlemen. Let's give a roaring round of applause. And uh, our buddy Ed Nasta checking in, wants to know if we talked about the Jim Beam thing. Of course, Ed. You think we would miss a major distillery conflagration? We broke it down. Robin even had the update from the Jim, the guy named Beam. What's his last name? Beam Santory. Beam Santory. Maybe, maybe it's Santori, but it's not with an Does eye. he practice Santoria, though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Oh, now we have to go. Isn't that Santana and... Uh... No, that's... Uh, I don't... Wait. Oh, a big save now. Oh, my, Robin. We just had oh. a huge save. And the oh, Swedish... Oh, oh, the Swedish bikini team coming really close here. Let's watch it again. I Ball think... comes up to midfield. Nice little lead pass. Was she off? No, she's onside. It is a great shot. And the Dutch goalie goes down hard. What are they going to call this now, Robin? She's going to spray the paint on the on the pitch. I think she's and they're going hurt. to call a free kick. No, she's spraying the paint on the pitch for the line. She's going to call it. She's. Uh, I don't know what the hell she's signaling out there. Well, I think the player is hurt. Let's see. So it's a great kick coming down the right side, and the goalie for the Dutch wearing blue, light baby blue. Oh yeah, her leg was up in the air after she made the save. Oh, and ow. then one of the other players, as she's on top of the ball. Her, one of her legs was up in the yeah. air, and then the other player that was trying to score ran by her and, and ran over it, and maybe he's like split her in two. So she is down, and she's hurt. She is That's hurt. a groin situation right there, or a knee. One or the other. And you know it's got to hurt, Robin. Your knee. Oh, there we go. That is Carlos Santana, not the former first baseman for the Phillies, now an all-star for the Cleveland Indians again. Featuring Rob Thomas. That's Rob Thomas, yes. Oh, it was actually one of her own players as her leg was up and she accidentally runs by it trying to stop. So the goalie goes down and then one of the, uh, no, it is one of the Swedish players who got her leg up. She's now, uh, they're bringing in a new goalie. They're going to do a corner. Oh, no, they're warming up the backup goalie now for the Netherlands. So that's what's going on. The goalie's going to see if she can go, and she is. She's staying in, but they were warming up the other goalie in the meantime. So she's okay. She's That's up. not the song that we're thinking of. Yes, about. it is. Yeah? No, what was the song? I was, something no, no, no. That, no, that's da, not that da, song. Da, 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 that, that's that's da. not the same song. That's a daddy and he's a new parent. Well, who is that? Ah, uh, God. Santeria, da, la, la, By the da, way, da, Beam Suntory is not a person, Robin. 
I didn't. Uh, the, See, Suntory the, is the, the the subsidiary for Jim okay. Beam. See that I was asking. I didn't know because they don't refer to the the spokesperson. So they as quote, anything you're else. quoting Beam Suntory as if it's a guy. Because that's the way it was written. No, it's two companies. Suntory is another company. But I thought you said his name was Santori. No, I thought you were quoting Suntory. an individual. I said Beam Suntory, and I said I don't know if this is an actual man that that's his name or if it's a position within the company. I even said that during okay. the update. Okay, so Beam Suntory is the subsidiary for Jim Beam. Gotcha. You get it? It's Sublime that did that song. Thank you very much. What is it called? S- Sublime. It's called Santoria song. Oh, okay. Santoria, not Suntory. You following me? I think Suntory also uh, imports sake, if I'm not mistaken. That's the song that we're looking for. Yeah, it's Sublime. Who aren't really Sublime? There we go. You remember the song. And then they start singing. This is a nice little intro. And yes. then they go, bum, bum. I don't practice Santeria. I don't practice Santeria. I don't need no crystal ball. Rick Santorum, of course, who's now just a talking head on some cable network. Second phone call that came through while we were on yes. the line. Weirdest thing. I answer the phone. So we only was, have one line. So how could two people be on no, the same line at the same time? We have we have the second one coming through now. It's working. Wait a minute. You, you pay for a second phone line? No, not completely. Well, wait a minute. How do we have a second phone line if we're not paying for a second phone line? Hold on a second. Nobody's giving you a second line free. Now, they'll say they're giving you a free phone if you sign up for 62 years and pay $50 a month so you can pay off that phone in five years. When you're thinking you're getting a free phone and you're not, you're paying for it monthly for the rest of your life. You can pay off a college loan before you can pay off a damn phone. But the weird phone. thing, while uh, the weird thing that was, I answered the phone and they said, "Is this Robin?" And I said, "Yes, it is." And then they said, "Oh, never mind. I have the wrong number." What? How is that? Like, if you know who it, if you start off the conversation saying, "Is this Robin?" Then wouldn't you have the correct number? Very strange. But let's go to the. Who do I look like? Call. Alexander Graham Bell. Who's on the phone? You're alive. Hey, Robin. Hey, Tony. It's John Shelton from Abington. How you been? Hey, John. How are you, man? Not from Ch- John Hi. from Cheltenham. It's John from Abington. Not to be confused with Alfie from Abington, who's one of our good friends as well. Yes, now, John, what are you known as on the chat room? Uh, JWS 8596. I met you guys at the... Uh, Cantina Laredo. Exactly. That's yes. right. John won the contest, Robin. I know, I know. And he brought his lovely wife. And he drank exactly. all the tequila, and his wife didn't drink a drop. Oh, can we say now why yet? Oh, you can say it. Okay, cause, because before we weren't allowed to uh, infer that she was no, pregnant. No, it's not infer. It's imply. Imply that she was pregnant or say or release. anything. It's or not really or reference the fact as to why she wasn't drinking because none of his friends knew yet. Right, or family. So I think now the enough time has passed. So congratulations publicly on uh, your wife being pregnant with your first child. Yes, thank you. That's perfect and timing on your part because you got to drink all of her quality tequila too and you were there for the next to the last ever. Or that was the last one, wasn't it, Robin? 
Was yes, that, that was the last the one. The very last ever tequila dinner at Cantina Laredo, King of Prussia, man. You made history. You can remember that. Did you save your... Uh, did you save your menu? Dean, hold on a sec. <laughs> Dean goes, oh, congratulations on having sex. <laughs> <laughs> but the good news is, you are the father. Wow, wow. Yeah, exactly right. What happened to the, the King of Prussia location? The, the rent's too high, I guess. The company decided, hey, you know what? They're looking at, you know, it's all about consolidation and... Uh, Somebody probably offered more rent to they, come in there and sell like crappy fast food or something. So you and, know, so this is the the lowdown is this: um, when they were first looking at locations, King of Prussia says, "Yes, yes, yes, we want you," and the lease is going to be over ten years, a total of four and a half million dollars. And at the time, a year, not for no, ten no, years. No, 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 for ten years. And then they said, um, "And don't worry, based upon the numbers, uh, you will be able to make that and then some." And that was not the case. Um, the even when they were full and they were Cantina Laredo did really great business. They didn't come anywhere close to what the mall estimated, and so they were trying to get out of the lease for quite some time. I am hoping fervently that they are going to figure out how to open another location here. Um, that uh, in, in the Philadelphia.